Go! This is your announcer, Chuck Blandington, welcoming you to the Metal Injection Livecast. Darren just got back from his romantic getaway to Bozeman, Montana. Does it count as sex in public if there's not another person for 50 miles in any direction? At least Moshe Yeah is watching. Ass, am I? And now, here is the Metal Injection Livecast. Montana! <laughs> no, it's Montana. Montana. <laughs> this is your album. Montana. Montana. <laughs> Let's try that again. Montana. Montana. <laughs> this is good. Wow. I just imagined someone tuning in for the first time and being like, what? Mashiach? <laughs> what? Mashiach. Mashiach. Havana. Havana? <laughs> Montana? When do they talk about metal? Yeah. Cuba. <clears throat> we had quite a lot of metal content last week, I would say. Yeah. Oh, yeah, we had Dave from Revocation sitting in on the show. So if that's your bag, you could listen to last week's episode. But generally... Havana, Montana. That's the kind of stuff you're going to hear. <laughs> hear a lot of dumb shit. <laughs> Some shit talk. Duty, like actual shit talk. Yep. Uh, stuff like that. We have Slovenia Sid here. All I'm right. I'm going to okay. do countries. Okay. Netherlands Noah. I was kind of hoping for Norway Noah, but... Norwegian right. Noah. Dominican Republic Darren. Okay. I like it. And... And... Romania? Romania. Romania <laughs> like How about that. Russia? I mean, you're... Russia! You're fucking from Russia. Russia Rabba. <laughs> I'm not from... I'm from America. Right, but your lineage. My lineage. That's from bit. Ukraine. And okay, Iraq. it was Russia at some point. It was when your when your mother was there. It was Russia, wasn't it's it? True, it's very true. Hello, everybody, and with that, we welcome you. You could be a part of the show as always. You can dial two one three wide nut. That's two one three nine four three three six eight eight. The phones are blowing up. Really? We got Don't one call. call. Eight six five. You're on the live cast. <laughs> Hey, it's Sebastian from Tennessee. What's up, Sebastian? Not much. How's it going? Great. We're just yeah, we're just, just starting show. the show. Just starting the show. What's up with you? What are you cool, doing? Cool. I just uh, hopefully getting off work soon. Sweating my ass off. It sounds like you're outside. Do you do you work outside? Yeah, yeah, I do. Mm-hmm. With shirt or without? Huh? With shirt or without? You said it was hot. Uh, long sleeve shirt. Oh. Company protocol. You plowing the fields in Memphis, Tennessee? <laughs> Andy Kaufman reference, no, if anybody I'm remembers. Other, I'm, from, I'm from the other side of Tennessee. No. Uh, <laughs> anybody remember that? Yeah, that's when he was feuding with Jerry Lawler. That's right. Well, I'm the king of Memphis, Tennessee. I think that's the first time I had heard of Tennessee, was what I saw. <laughs> I was probably like five, six, watching some wrestling video. Did you understand what it was? Sort of. <laughs> Barely. I was like, wait, why is the guy from Taxi... What is happening? The guy from Taxi and Jerry Lawler and Jimmy Hart's in there? What is going on? I still really... don't know why. <laughs> it's the most random fucking thing. because <laughs> Vince McMahon didn't want to work with Andy Kaufman. <clears throat> yeah, let's, let's play a quick clip. One second, Sebastian. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. I'm Andy Kaufman, as, of course, most of you know. Uh, I have a lot of unfinished business in the South. First and foremost in my mind is taking care of that dumb hillbilly, Jerry Lawler. <laughs> I really want to take care of him. That's most important to That's me. Nice of him. 
but I'm going to put that on the back burner for now. And I want to talk to you people out there, you people who live down here in the South, in the good old South portion of the United States, okay? I want to talk to you, and I want to help you. Every week, I'm going to be coming on here, on this station, and I'm going to give you little tips about how you can better your lives and how I can bring you up from the level that you're in right now and bring you up from the squalor that you're living in, the gutter and the garbage that your lives are. I feel like this I is all good trash stuff. Sale. This is kind a of bar of soap. He's helping. Now, does it look familiar to any of you? I know that you probably don't know what this is. I probably, you haven't ever seen one of these before, but it is called soap. Matter of fact, if you're sitting at home now, you can maybe kind of repeat after me and say soap. Say soap, S-O-A-P, soap. <laughs> not soap, not soap. It's soap, okay? I mean, none of that stuff was true that he was talking about. We use soap down here. You people, you, your hands are you so greasy people. and slimy. I mean, I, I, I don't want to shake them. You know, you ask me for an autograph, I'll sign you an autograph. But please, don't put out your hand Wait, and shake it until you can wash your hands. Why is he doing this? Well, because the wrestling promotion is in Memphis, and he uh-huh. was a heel. So he's uh, so he's did, a wrestler. Yeah, he well, he was pretending. No, to, he started as a. The bit was that he was an intergender wrestler, so he'd wrestle women. Yeah, like and during his stand-up performances, yeah. that was like one of the features was he would challenge a woman in the crowd to wrestle him. Oh man, I wish I was there. Uh. I wish it was me. <laughs> and then uh, and then he started feuding with Jerry Lawler. Here's another quick promo. You know what, Mister Lawler. I've heard all these things you've been saying about me on television. You want to wrestle me? You want to wrestle me, my info style? Yes. All right, fine. I'm not wrestling. afraid of you, Mr. Lawler, because let me tell you something. True, I only wrestle women, but I've wrestled women that are a lot bigger and stronger than you. <laughs> Matter of fact, they're probably smarter than you because you don't have any brains. You're from Memphis, Tennessee. All you do is plow the fields and farm and the farm and the... Uh, is that why you talk about Memphis, Tennessee, Mr. Lawler? Boo. See, Mr. Lawler, you don't have any brains. I like that he calls him Mr. Lawler, too. I so respectful. That's Classic. how I win my matches. I say the bigger they come, the harder they fall. You might be twice as big as me, but I've wrestled women that are twice as big as me, and I've mopped the floor with them. And that's what I'm going to do with you, Mr. Lawler. You challenged me to a wrestling match. I think you bit off a little more than you can chew. I'm going to wipe the floor with you, Mr. Lawler. I'll give you a little sample. This is what's going to happen when you and I wrestle each other in Memphis. And then he brings Come out here. a woman. <laughs> that's what's your name? A little Susan? bigger than him. How tall are you, Susan? Six foot. And uh, how much do you weigh? 327. 327 pounds. It's a lot more than you weigh, Lawler. Okay? Watch this. Let's go. He just just puts her in a headlock and immediately takes her down. Like, no no resistance from this woman. (laughs) She's she's a cashier at the grocery store. (laughs) Now, Sebastian, is that an accurate description of people from Memphis, Tennessee? I don't hang out with many people from Memphis, but uh, I can accurately agree with that statement or not. I mean, if you're just insinuating we all smell bad and are really stupid, that's one. That's wrestling. Uh, that's wrestling. S-O-A-P, that's soap. Sebastian, do you have a, a question or a comment or, or something to discuss? Or, or would you like to put it back on hold? S-E-B-A-S-T-I-O-N, that's Sebastian. Sebastian. 
That's no, that's Sebastian. Yeah. <laughs> that's how you spell it in Memphis, okay? Uh, uh, Fair point. Montana. <laughs> <laughs> the show is already going off the rails. Sebastian, any any question or comment? Or are you just listening? Yeah, waffle cone or sugar cone? I'm a waffle Ooh, cone kind waffle, of guy. Waffle, definitely waffle. I'm good with either. I mean, yeah, yeah I'm not going to turn. I'm not going to turn down a, a cone, but yeah, I, I prefer a waffle. I don't like those like basic ass like cones that they give you by default if you don't say anything. Like those yeah, the, the sugar, sugar cones. That's the, a, no, that, the sugar cone I thought is the skinny waffle cone, and that's just no, like some cone. shitty. No, the waffle cone is the big one with the, that accommodates multiple scoops. But then there's like a smaller right. one that they call a sugar oh, cone. Oh, okay. I get what you're saying. There's it's like, just like the one, c- the little shitty one that looks like, like it came styrofoam. from the supermarket. It's like yeah. styrofoam. It looks yeah. like styrofoam. Yeah. 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 yeah those are. Like, I mean, I'll take. I it. I thought that was the sugar cone. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I'm a waffle cone kind of guy. I will upgrade. So it is a little excessive because the serving of ice cream then is all like a lot, and. Uh, now that I'm 35, I feel like lactose really hits me. <laughs> like, if I have a lot of ice cream, I, I, I feel it. like I'm like, well, I shouldn't have had yeah. <laughs> a whole pint. Yeah. So. Yeah, but it depends on if you're getting hard packed or soft serve, too. So. Yeah. Have you been hard packed? <laughs> <laughs> I'm the one that does the packing. Yeah. I, don't, I don't get packed. No, no judgments here. The, the top. No judgment. Just asking. And you were so you working outside in the heat without a shirt. Is that something Noah would, would want to see or not? Are so, you asking me or something? I don't know. him because we don't know what he looks like. Oh, oh, got it. I'm like 150 pounds, so uh, I don't know. It's right yeah. up your alley. That How tall are you? Uh, five eleven. Oh, you're a skinny, motherfucker. How are those God, hands? Well, if he's rough. working outside, probably nice. Uh, pretty rough. Got a, got a couple knots on. I'm a drummer, so I have I have pretty calloused calloused hands. Oh my yeah. god! Yeah, and they're you, just so beefy, just sausage fingers. Just all right, you're gonna have Noah rubbing the table here. Much. Hold on, come on, slow <laughs> down there. Oh, there's like a, a puddle forming <laughs> uh, <laughs> under <laughs> the table. <laughs> uh, you ever been uh, with a drummer, Noah? A little bit of marinara. <laughs> <laughs> nope, I've never been with a drummer. You're going to have to post a photo in the chat of yourself, Sebastian. Sucky, sucky. <laughs> I'll need to do that, yeah. All right. Well, uh, that... Wait, I have a, I have a question before yeah. we move on for the, the people around the room. When you eat your ice cream, do you ever bite the tip off and then suck the ice cream through? You mean from the bottom? Yeah. I don't because it's. I find that that's too messy. Yeah, that's a recipe for disaster. I do not do that. Like towards uh, the end. I enjoy, here's the thing. It's like if you're getting one of those basic bitch cones, yeah. sometimes it's so hot and the, the ice cream is melting so much that the bottom of it gets like the ice cream starts yeah. to kind of seep through. Mm-hmm. So if I have no other choice but to, right. to do it, then yes, I will but you're not gonna, suck the shit out of that cone. <laughs> you're not going to paint yourself into that corner voluntarily. Right, I will not paint myself into that corner. Because I feel like if you do that, you have this like sort of maybe 40 to 50% of the whole ice cream concoction is above water like an iceberg. Mm-hmm. So if you eat it from the bottom, what happens when you finish the cone? You have this, like, you just basically have a bowl of ice cream with nothing supporting it. I, I assume that you eat the top first, then you have the bottom. Okay, well, that, 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 yeah, yeah, that's and then different. you just kind of like take it as a final bite. Oh, Very satisfying. Sebastian, what about you? Any thoughts? 
Yeah, I'll, I'll pop the bottom out every once in a while. You hard packed and you eat the bottom out. <laughs> hey, Sebastian. <laughs> okay, I'm just covering the bullet points. How in this far away here. is Memphis from New York? He's not in, not Memphis. in Memphis. Oh. Well, he's closer to Memphis closer than he is to here. Like that, more close to East Tennessee. Mm. I'm closer to you than Memphis. Oh, good. All right. <laughs> yeah, not too far right. away. Okay. Well, nice talking to you. Have fun playing those Can fields. I request a, 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 a Danny goodbye? You want uh, Danny? Plow the fields and farm and the farm yeah. and the loo. Is that what you're talking about? All right. Thank you. Thank you for calling it, Sebastian. There we go. You can be a part of the show. If you have a voice as beautiful as Danny's, give us a call. 213 wide not that's 213-943-3688. Yeah. And uh, before we move on, you know, vaping is, is, uh, is the rage. I see people in our live chat talking about how they enjoy a good, a good vape right now. There's no ash. There's no odor. It's a no-brainer. And sometimes it's hard to find a satisfying vape that's simple and convenient. Well, now... Blue, the company that introduced vaping to the world, is introducing MyBlue. MyBlue gives you all the satisfaction with none of the hassle. Just click and go. With MyBlue's easy-to-use one-click liquid pods, you have a range of flavors to choose from and can switch between flavors in seconds. Just 20 minutes to charge and you're set for the entire day. It even comes with a free limited lifetime device warranty called MyCare. And if you're ready to make the switch, all you got to do is go to MyBlue.com. Try MyBlue today. It's not for sale for minors. And a warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Blue and the blue logo are trademarks of Fontam Holdings for BV. Copyright 2018 Fontam. You were supposed to say that part really, really fast. <laughs> like was, they do in the radio commercials. Do you have an Uncle Fontam? <laughs> <laughs> How's Uncle Fontam doing today? He's he, got the he's, blue for He's got my he's blue. He's doing great, yeah. Nice. His skin is blue because he's been dead for 40 years. <laughs> Poor Uncle Fontam. Uh, Uncle Fontam. Uncle Fontam. Uncle Fontam. He's a phantom. Fanta? Don't no, Fanta no. drink a lot of fun. Fanta. Fanta. That's why he died young. Mm. <laughs> when was the last time you had some Fanta, Rob? It's been a while. I had a squirt. Oh! On my oh. trip. Fontana. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's a west of the Mississippi thing, right? Squirt. I don't Yellow know, Darren. can. Uh, I oh, I think I've had I've it. It's, it's like more, it's like a little more bitter, right? No, it tastes sort of like Seven Up with more enhanced flavoring. Sort more cum, of. mellow yellow. No, there's no cum. Oh in yeah, it, yeah. No. no, I've had, then I've had it. Yeah. <laughs> what cum? <laughs> well, yeah, there's mean, a whole we, song. We know he's had that. He liked it. <laughs> really good uh, comment out of context too, but <laughs> it's for a long times. Uh, but Darren, speaking of uh, being uh, west of the Mississippi, yeah, I went to Montana. With my wife. Get my out, wife. Get out of your system. Montana. Before I start talking I w- about stuff. Did you surprise her for her birthday? Sort of. Montana. Um, <laughs> he's going to do that all day now. So, like, how how do you take 
your wife on a surprise trip? Well, I didn't. I, I kind of screwed up. Like the plan was because I did this uh, when we went on a when we went to Maine the first time. Mm-hmm. Um, I told her we're going on vacation. You have to block out these days from your okay. from your job. So that obviously she has to do that. What about um, packing? Like a woman needs to have. I gave her I, I gave her like a general idea, you know, but I didn't tell her where we're going. Then we got, to, we got to we got to yeah was she hard packed <laughs> hard packed uh, we got to the airport and then uh, you know she had to close her eyes or whatever and then I took her to the gate and she looked up and saw where we were going and oh my god that's oh, awesome oh wow because it was somewhere she really wanted to go I was going to do the same thing this time uh, but then I I had to show her a, a text on my phone about something <laughs> else right. And I'm like, look oh. at this, look at this. And in the text, I mentioned to the person, I'm going to be in Montana for the next you know, weekend oh, or whatever. Shit. And she goes, oh. And then I go, what the <laughs> fuck did I do? And I, But then, oh. you know, so I, so it kind of worked out because she had a, like a week to plan stuff for but us to do. she was excited it. for it. Oh, of course. <laughs> She's been talking about going to Montana forever. That's why oh. I, I booked it. And she so she's like the planner of things like she always, you know, plans out the itinerary. I suck at that. So she had a week to kind of figure out all this stuff. And we went to the rodeo and we went on like hikes and we went to Yellowstone. We did all this awesome stuff wow. like I, Yellowstone. I think I would have planned yeah. if I was planning it, but I never would have thought of the rodeo. That was something else. It was like. um well, how can I explain this to you? So this is like a college town. Like it's uh, it's really um, have you like if you you've been to Texas? Have you mm-hmm. been to Austin? Yes. So it's like uh, from everything I know about Austin, this is how Bozeman, Montana okay. is. Uh, there's a Montana State University there, so there's like a lot of hipsters, a lot of artsy stuff, comic book stores, and you know mm-hmm. vinyl record shops and all that, and great food, guns. Um, there's like. I'm not so I didn't see a gun store, but there's like People a lot of guns. No, it's not like that at all. It's more like like the it sort of feels like they're co-opting Western culture. Like people have like cowboy hats and stuff, but it doesn't feel like rednecky. You know, it feels <laughs> like. But when we went to the rodeo, it seems like it drew people. It was a big deal. It was like a once a year, three day rodeo thing that they have, and like qualifiers go to Las Vegas, and so it was like a huge deal. People from all over the country were in this rodeo, and it drew people. I think from other parts of mm-hmm. Montana. Was it the PBR? We were also close to Iowa, right? Like it was like Yellowstone is. No, Idaho. Idaho, yeah, sorry. Iowa's pretty far. Idaho's there. It's Idaho, Montana, and Wyoming that have Wyoming, uh, yeah. that parts of Yellowstone. It's mostly in Wyoming, but there's like a little fringe part in Montana. Uh, don't play it. <laughs> <laughs> he's got his hands full of chips. Yeah, he's but eating. that rodeo, and I fit like once we got there, it almost felt like a little... Um, like my like my wife was the only brown person there Ooh. basically. Oh. And not that you know that doesn't necessarily mean a bad like we go to UCB shows and mm-hmm. it's like all yeah. white people. But those are like extra sensitive white people that will probably overcompensate for <laughs> that fact where here too. it's like they'll just look at her with like daggers. Yeah, and that's the thing like she was saying on this trip like even when we were in the more hipstery part mm-hmm. of town she was saying, like, I feel almost like I'm in a zoo, not because they're looking at me like I'm a bad person or going to blow something up like I'm a terrorist, but just the fact that there are no brown people here. Yeah. And it's, like, odd to see one walking around, especially we're an interracial couple mm. and all that stuff. 
but Montana. We get to, <laughs> for fuck's sake. We get to the radio to the rodeo, and um, they open up with like this, like incredible military display. Like it's mm. there's a guy on the PA. Like he talks through the whole thing. Oh, this guy's roping this steer, and this is doing that and the other thing. And he, but before any of that, they do the, the national anthem. They rolled out a fucking tank. Oh my god! And this tank goes like sixty miles an hour, and it was like kind of almost doing donuts. Oh my god! And they had a bunch of military guys. These guys lay their lives on the line for you, so we can enjoy a rodeo. And like she just started, she starts. <laughs> Let's give a big Montana welcome to this tank right here. This is fantastic. Yeah, exactly. This tank is freedom. Right. No, so wait. So you're joking, but here's what happens. So he goes, uh, and now we're going to play the most beautiful song in the world that these guys put their lives on the line. For what, people? And like, I swear like five people yelled out, our freedom. Oh, God. And then we just started looking at each other like, this is a bad idea. Um. Uh, because, like I didn't I, uh, I I usually don't stand up at these things like uh, uh, at the national anthem right. or God bless America. This I is stood not up the place to take a stand. Right. Yeah. I didn't take a I never take a knee because my uh, my knees are kind of fucked up <laughs> from umpiring. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, it didn't feel like a good like. Uh, let's just yeah, stand no, up and take the hat off. Numbered. Yeah. Right. But I didn't applaud or anything. Like everyone was like doing these like long standing ovations for all these military oh, guys. Um, they also had like a, like a rodeo clown, which is that staple. That's what the oh. guy comes out and basically does like 1950s standup comedy. Like my oh, wife no. is so fat, like all in the, oh. the breaks when the people are getting, what? I didn't realize rodeo clowns like did like on mic stuff. Oh yeah. He I had a whole ran around. No, he had a it. headset and he was like in between whenever who was ever getting ready with their steers or whatever he's huh. like yeah my wife you know she she's so fatty she's so size of three of these bulls ha 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 and everybody oh, laughs you know really who would stuff. laugh to that he actually had a whole he was doing prop comedy he brought out this giant like um it looked almost like a trailer made of wood and it says dream machine on it and you're going to see uh how how this dream, this boss can make anybody's dream come true. I'm going to be the handsomest man in this whole stadium. You know, they bring in a, he says, look at this rabbit. I'm going to test it out with this rabbit. Was it, it a live rabbit? A live rabbit. He oh, puts boy. it in the back of the thing. He pulls it out. It's like a 5% bigger rabbit. <laughs> and like, it's supposed to be a gi- enormous rabbit, yeah. but that's all they can get clearly. And then... Like he goes, now I'm gonna go inside, and you're gonna see what happens. I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be beating away the girls with a stick. And he goes in, and it starts smoking, and there's like lights and shit. And then he comes out the back of it, and he's like in drag, like he has two balloons as tits. Oh boy! And he's got a blonde wig on, and he runs out, and that's like the, supposed to be the funniest thing I've ever seen. That was the entire punchline. What was the reaction in the? In the- uh, mild chuckling, yeah. I would say. I think that was his whole That's bit. It's too edgy for that crowd. Mm. But also the other thing that was really hard to watch was like how they like they had all these different competitions. Some of them were like with the bulls, right? Right, yeah. Like no, the bull the, the bull thing wasn't as bad. The like the really fucked up thing was that they have to rope calves. Like they get oh. these little oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. baby calves and oh. it's it's two it's teams of two guys. So they're both on a horse. They let the calf out, get a head start, and there's a, one of them ropes the head. And oh one God. of them ropes the feet, uh-huh. and they pull them apart. It's like they almost like look like they're gonna rip the fucking. Jesus. But 
like we were secretly rooting for all the animals of to course. win. Of course. And they all won. Like they had yeah. eight teams go and all of them like fucking none of them roped the calf. Nice. Except the last one. The last one and they and then cuz so we hadn't seen it yet. They fucking Look, I swear I thought the fucking calf was going to be ripped oh apart. It was God. like the most inhumane That's fucking so thing. Sad. The other one that we really didn't like was uh, there's one where it's a single guy and they have to rope the calf, uh, wrestle. They wrestle it to the ground, like literally by the horns, wrestle it to the ground. Oh. They have to like pin it and then they have to tie three of the legs together. No, that's how you get your blue belt. <laughs> In your jujitsu class, you could have to grapple with a calf. Are you ready for that? The whole thing was... Just, I just feel like it was just like a snapshot of... Like how like, barbaric humans uh, Well, no, more like backwards land. Like everything yeah. that I am like think is good was like bad there. And everything that I think is yeah. shitty was like people cheering for it. Yeah. Like all the fucking tanks and the military worship. And I don't try not to be judgmental. You know what I mean? Because like I, you know, I don't You're know these people. Yeah. And I, yeah, I'm a guest, but also I'm, I'm raised in a completely different part of the country. Like yeah. I feel this is right. They have a different viewpoint, but like, like some of the stuff was just like very cringy. Like I love animals so much and to see like these guys, like it's just hard not to root for the animals yeah. at that point. Have any of you ever been to a rodeo? No. No, I've never I've never been. Yeah. I've no. never been, but we had uh people from the PBR come on the show when I used to work on the trucking channel. Mm-hmm. And um What does that stand for? Professional Bull Riding Association. Oh, okay. mm-hmm. Uh wait, PBR. Professional Bull I think that's what it was cuz I remember thinking yeah. of the PBR boo the beer. Yeah. Right. And they have that big <laughs> event in Las Vegas and it's just like it's so cruel even though they do treat the they treat uh, the riders very well. Yeah. No, they don't. <laughs> oh, no. They don't. The, the riders have no health insurance or mm-hmm. anything like that. Uh, like they rely on, like, placing in, in like a high rank or like first place, like on mm-hmm. on prizes. It seemed like so, actually now that you mention that, it seemed kind of like shitty to the riders because they had this one thing at the end, like after everything was done, they said, and now it's like you know the special bonus attraction. And they had these two little circles, like probably the size of a pitcher's mound each. Mm-hmm. And they got five guys to stand in one and five guys to stand in the other. And they released a bull. Oh, God. <laughs> and the bull, they keep releasing bulls to charge at them until one guy is left and out of the circle. Like you can flee the circle, but you lose. So it's like sumo wrestling, but with a bull? Sort of? Uh, kind of, yeah. Wow. But they, they were just like bowling pins. Like, they released one bull. Immediately, like, six of them were gone. They just... One guy got fucking thrown all the way across So they the actually fu- stand in and take the hit? They some of them out of the way. stood in. This some of them get so fuck it. and just going to pay out. Yeah. Jeez. It wasn't. That's why I brought this up, because it was like $400 for the one guy that was left... Risking his life yeah, from a fucking bull. Get, yeah, but if you get hit, it's going to cost you a lot more than four hundred dollars <laughs> to fix that broken fucking rib cage. Not if we had health insurance, uh, right? No, honestly, but they don't. If there is a, at some point health insurance for all covered, yeah. but like single payer, mm-hmm. everything. I think there should be exceptions. And if you're dumb enough to stand in a circle and let a bull run at you, <laughs> health insurance revoked, motherfucker. You find your own way to pay for that shit. Yeah. So that was one. Uh, the, the, one of the guys got basically gored. Like we were. Oh. She was telling me later. I was inside thinking of like ECW and going gore, <laughs> gore, gore, gore. 
Was anybody awesome. cheering for that? Like, no, it was like I can't tell you how it was so much pandering to like we. They were treating the bull riders and all the rodeo people as like as if they were in the military. Oh god! Like these proud people. Even when the guy fucked up and oh. the, the 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 bull like basically humiliates the guy, like he can't rope him at all. He loses the wrestling match to the fucking steer or whatever. And they would go like, let's give him a big hand. He came all this way. We applaud the effort and all that shit. He got outsmarted by a three-month-old animal. <laughs> but let's let's give this guy a hand anyway for giving it the old yeah. elementary school try. So that was that. Um. I think most of the bull riders like grow up on farms and stuff. Mm. So it's like the only thing they know. Well, they also probably know fucking those calves. No. Oh. That, that's, that's after hours. That's what's all the audience is left. <laughs> Uh, there is actually, I don't know if it was a cow for a pig, but <laughs> Montana, there's a movie called Calvert. I think it's either a Dutch or a French film. Oh, and, uh, I'm already uncomfortable. Basically these two guys, their car breaks down mm-hmm. and, um, someone comes along and offers to help and he takes them into this town where there's no women. Do they sew anyone's asses to mouths and have like a... Like have the shit go from the ass into the mouth with four people? No, it's not human sensitive. Oh, okay. I thought I was gonna say I thought I saw this. They ate shit for our freedom, Darren. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's a different movie. So like, there's no women. So then, like, you end up being kidnapped, <laughs> and like the 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 guy who caught them like dresses them up as women, and he treats them like women, and like they um they realize what's going on like when they are i think they try to escape or whatever and they see a bunch of guys gathered around the barn mm-hmm. and, and they're gathered around something and then they take a closer look and it's a guy fucking either a pig or a cow okay why does that need an audience because there's nothing the else to do the pig and the cow by himself they were just like i mean like why does the pbr need an audience hmm. I said, well because that Makes sort of money. counts as a sport they don't well, have professional teams there, and their college teams are garbage. So, oh. this is about all they have. Oh, that's another thing. They love that football team. That, and that, uh, is it even Division One? I, I never heard of them. Yeah. MSU Bobcats. Maybe they're like Bobcat. Division Two or whatever, and they're actually Close. good. But like, uh, I've never. I didn't look it up, and I'm not a big college football yeah, aficionado, so I don't know. I could be wrong, but I know I don't know if that they're ranked. Or Do anything. they have like a minor league baseball team in Montana? In Billings, I think they have. Okay, which is not too far. It's like to, to Towns over or something. Okay. Like that. How, how are the roads? Uh, meaning what? Are they paved and all yeah. that? <laughs> well, the, Did the, you have to ride a horse to get well, anywhere? The area right around the city is just like here, even better. Like mm-hmm. it's they have great roads, but like you go a little bit out, and it's like very hit and miss. Yeah, because I went upstate uh, last weekend uh, for a friend of the show's wedding, Greg. Oh yeah, and uh, vicious Vorva. It was essentially like. Uh, right outside the Catskills. Mm-hmm. So the place I stayed was on the side of a mountain, oh. and uh, which was kind of cool. But the thing is, if I wanted to go into town, I would have to like go around the mountain to get oh. into town. And it is the sharpest. There's this one turn that is the sharpest turn. Wow. It is like it is an acute angle turn. <laughs> Did they have a guardrail at least? Barely. Like, the thing is, the the weird thing is, is, like, this is the only road to get through this mountain or whatever. So there's trucks that pass on this road. 
it's super narrow. And all I could think about was like, man, drunk drivers could really be fucked on this. Yeah. On this particular, and, uh, weed out the herd. I mean, in, drunk drivers are fucked in general. Anyway. But yeah, yeah. like they still kill themselves. There's just a the lot cliff. of a lot of loops, and uh, I definitely was thinking of the live cast during the. Oh really? During the wedding, because it was the most Jewish wedding I've ever been to. Mm. Uh, our friend Greg, well, uh, his his now wife Val is uh, her family is rather religious. You know, they they keep kosher. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And uh, were there any circumcisions? There were no circumcisions oh. at the wedding. Oh, oh, oh. Uh, so it could have been a little bit more religious. And there was a like, but it was a very joyful thing, and, and it was a moment where I'm where I I kind of uh, felt a little uh, closer to my to my Jewish heritage because it was such a like positive celebration, and uh, like you know when they do the uh, after the at the beginning of the reception they have the 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 whole dance where everyone you know does the uh, Hava Nagila and all that, and they do the the stuff with the chairs. Uh, it was like a very fun time, and also, well, I wanted to say like there's a song after the the bride and groom are married, and I'm surprised we've never played this on the on the show oh, before because it, it it falls completely into our Jewish song canon. Here I have it right here. It's a Simon Tov and Mazel Tov. Oh, there oh. <laughs> we go. Because it's like how. Are, like, I mean, come on. Not? This is... Oh, wow. The moment they start playing, like, why have we not been playing this for weeks on the Metal Inject? For years. This should be our opening music. This is... <laughs> Where's Bland? This sounds like a sped-up version of every Clutch song. <laughs> That's why I like it. There you go. Wait till the lyrics kick in. Dirty dick. What is semen talk? Semen tov means, means like day, right? No, tov means good, good, and semen means semen, good semen. I love it. But tov really true? means day. Because yeah. yumtiv is like holy. Mazel tov means like like good day. Yeah. Mazel tov means like good luck. The tov good, means good, good sign and mazel, yeah, good and sign. mazel is, is luck. The semen tov. So what's yom mean? Day. That's yom tov? Okay. So yom tov means good day, exactly. Nice, good good uh, mini Hebrew lesson right there. Mm-hmm. Oh, and uh, speaking of which, what were we talking about a few weeks ago? Two weeks ago we were talking about it. Uh, where like a... We were like, oh, maybe Israeli guy could uh, could explain it to us. Uh, well, here uh, he actually sent a voice memo, so he still doesn't playing this as a music fan. He yeah. still doesn't hate us. Okay, uh, good, because I'm going to Israel and I want to like meet him. I never thought he hated. Well, you were the one on his side in that whole discussion, anyway. Like, why would he hate you? Yids of a feather stick together. <laughs> oh my goodness! I mean, what a what a great little tune this is. Right. <laughs> the rest of the show will just leave this on. All right, let me get this uh, voicemail going. Oh. And then we can remember what we were talking about. Hi, everyone. This is Israeli guy again. <laughs> uh, to answer your questions about chametz. 
Hametz. Oh. What were we talking about? That's the Passover thing where they take um, like things that are not kosher for Passover out of your house. Mm-hmm. No. Okay, so here we go. So the story of Passover is that the Israeli people went from Egypt to Israel or to Canaan in a haste. So they didn't have time to uh, prepare bread the car as usual. Than a haste. They were rushing. And they so ran. they just mixed um, flour and water and baked it as it is. And to keep this tradition, we make matzah bread. Now, if we want the whole house to be kosher, they clean every type of chametz from the house which is breadcrumbs or bread or anything that was fermented. But it's basically spring cleaning. Another thing, uh, Noah, I sent you a Facebook message, oh. but you didn't answer. Oh, I know. Uh, I'll be very happy to host you here in Israel when you come, but just uh, let me know when you're coming. Bye. So you can get all the chumets out. <laughs> There's definitely going to be a lot of fermenting in Israel for me. I need a lot of falafel. Now, I might be mistaken. I freely admit that. But what is the difference between that and what I said it was? It sounds exactly like what I said. Oh, no. I think that we were asking, what is the story of Passover? Yeah, I think we were like, saying well, the story of it. Like, why did the they do it? story of what it was. I thought was. That we were only talking about chumets and, and cleaning well, Israeli guy, now leave us a voicemail explaining what we were asking. No, <laughs> no. Yeah. just tell Noah. Noah. Tell Noah next week. Yeah. Yeah. Noah's going to be in Israel. No, if you could call in next week from his apartment. Oh. Well, <laughs> Ultimate livecast achievement unlocked at 2 in the morning. <laughs> well, yes. at 2 in the morning, Israeli people are up. Because it's so hot during the day that people like live at night. You know what, what I mean? What time would it really be there if we're doing the show? It's at seven the hours time. ahead, so it's like two in the morning. Okay. You're right, Sid. Hands up over your head. And spicy chip. <laughs> so I just want a couple of other things that happened on my trip. It's currently uh, 3 a.m. One Well, the, isn't it more than one time zone there also? Or no? No, just one. Oh, okay. Oh, damn it. What? Ah. I said just one. I didn't even catch that. But uh, So I was going to say, before, let me do this. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> Are the, Palestini- the Palestinians allowed to have a time zone? Or do they just live without time? Yeah. Why don't you ask a Palestinian? Uh, call in. They're not allowed to have clocks. So ah, it doesn't matter. Or Skype. They, they, uh, the, the IDF bombed the, the clock factory in Palestine. So there, there's no way to track time in Palestine. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. All right. Can we move on, please? <laughs> Any journalists that report the time get shot. Get, Sorry, get we have to get it out of our it. system. We have to get it out of our system. Uh, okay. So back to Montana. Yes. Away from uh, the Palestinian <laughs> death camps. Um, oh, come on. Just, all right. Come on. I'm just overdoing it. I know, Montana. It, it is overdoing it. Okay, I'm sorry. <clears throat> no, this kind of seems like <laughs> going way down. In, uh... Okay, wait. I'm going to do a little palate cleanser Okay. for a moment. Uh, and now a word from our sponsor. Do you like anime? Do you like Epica? I sure do. Simone Simmons is one of my favorite singers. Here, Dutch symphonic metal giants Epica cover the anime Attack on Titan theme songs on the band's new covers EP, Epica vs. Attack on Titan songs. Previously only released in Japan, the EP is available on CD and colored vinyl 
at nuclearblast.com. So go get it. All right. And Nuclear wow, Blast stuff is, Blast. yeah, they're awesome. They help us out a lot on this show, so support them. So you all know what Where's Waldo is, right? Yes. So it's like these murals or cartoons with like a billion people in them, and then they hide one little guy in it, and you're supposed to find it. Uh, we get to the hotel, which was really nice, by the way. I really outdid myself with this hotel. It's called The Lark. I'll give them a free mm. plug if you're in Montana. Fantastic motel. Hotel, mm-hmm. not a motel. Uh, in the like lobby slash reception area, there's a sticker that says Waldo is here. What? And I go, what does that mean? And I was just checking in, so I didn't think to ask anybody. Like, I'll figure this out later, whatever. Mm-hmm. Get in the room. I go to take a piss, and there's a big mural above the toilet. Uh, it's very artsy. It's not like a Where's Waldo mm-hmm. cartoon. It's just a bunch of people. It's like a print, like done on the wall wait a minute do you think that one of the eyes behind the people in that photo was actually a place for someone to go and spy on you while you use the toilet uh it didn't it didn't seem that way i don't think none of the eyes moved no they all seemed pretty uh one of them was Dorinsky guy (laughs) (laughs) finally (laughs) (laughs) i waited decades for this (laughs) (laughs) it was worth dying so heaven yeah. is just like a crawl space in my Montana hotel. <laughs> at the Lark Hotel. <laughs> heaven is my bathhouse glory hole. <laughs> um, so, uh, so there's this mural, and then I started making the connection. And like, is this fucking thing like have a Waldo in it? So like, every time I get up to take a piss, I'm looking at this mural, like trying to find could that that could kind of be an artistic Waldo guy's got a little hat with a no that's not right I feel like it would jump out at me you know anyway so that went on for four days every time I went to the bathroom then we're finally leaving we're checking out and I asked the guy at the desk and I was like what's this Waldo thing and he goes oh uh there's 25 Waldo figurines hidden around like Main Street and if you collect if you like you collect oh they're hitting all over and if you collect 25 of them you get like discounts on things. So I was like, that has nothing to do with the mural. <laughs> I was like, no. <"Nope." laughs> <laughs> Motherfucker. I'm like, there's no Waldo in there. I was looking at this every time I went to take a shit. But that, wait. So, yeah. so you have to spend your entire trip looking for 25 figurines and all you get is discounts. <laughs> your trip's probably <laughs> over by the time you find right. them. Well, yeah. I guess it was, God I damn. think it was more for like residents, oh. like people who are always there. Yeah. I wonder what the discounts are. It better be something good to yeah. spend that much time. 25. If I hadn't thought to ask earlier, I would have, yeah. but we we're on the way out. So Interesting. <laughs> Yeah. Well, at least now people who want to visit Montana, Bozeman, Montana, the Lark Hotel, they have a heads up. Yeah, be prepared to a find Waldo's. Yeah, don't, and don't look for Waldo's in the fucking bathroom <laughs> mural like a dummy. Unless you're tripping. <laughs> and then maybe you find a few. You never know. Maybe, yeah. Exactly. Jeez, <laughs> uh, oh. the fuck was that? Sorry. Sorry. Sorry, not sorry. Uh, a few things I wanted to bring up first of all this video has been uh, passed around on the internet it's like the anti-douglas levison i think <laughs> uh in that you set it up uh it's this woman singing missy elliott oh yeah and nailing it 
She's just a, a regular woman. Regular gal. At a state park, right? Like a national park? Yeah, it's a karaoke event. Sid's favorite. Sid's favorite pastime. And she's holding an elephant trunk for some Wait, reason. Wait, what do you mean? Are you like not against karaoke anymore? Yeah, yeah, what? Are you not against karaoke anymore? I'm, other people can do it. I just, as long as I'm not there. That's all. Oh, I thought you were against it. I'm against having to sit through it. Oh, oh you're about to sit through it now. Yeah. At least it's, you know, I'm not in the room. <laughs> I'm just listening to the audio stream of it. That's fine. How old is this woman? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Later, later in life, yeah. Second time exclusive here at Goddard Park. Second at the time cool exclusive. Cat karaoke. Missy's funky white sister is oh. in the park. Oh. <sighs> is it worth it? Let me work it. I put my thing now, flip it, and reverse it. He's your opinion of his win, yep. <laughs> Is your Sherpa something? Let me search ya. Find out how hard I gotta work ya. He's yerping and if his wing yippa. He's yerping and if his wing yippa. That's how the original goes. It's like flipped. They flip the. Because she says flip it and reverse it, and then they flip yeah. her saying that. Your girl acts then call me over. Not on the bed, lay me on your sofa. Call before you come and need to sing a tocha. You do or you don't, or you will or won't you. How much of this does she understand what she's saying? I mean, she's like enunciating everything. Yeah, I feel like her booty. I feel like she must have recited these lyrics dozens of times to do it this well, so she's probably thought about it. I'm just saying, does she know what the references are? Does she know what Chocha is? <laughs> I hope so. Is your feminine is I mean, she's, she's staying on the meter. She's enunciating everything. So why is it so cringeworthy? I don't know that people are cringing about it. I think uh, like the, the, the times I saw it on TV, people were thinking it was pretty great. I like it, but there's something uncomfortable about it. Yeah, that it's an old white lady singing a, a black woman sexual song. That's kind of uncomfortable. I guess. But there's not really a racial component to the song. No. It's not, yeah, you know what it's I think it is? I think it's just like her breaths. Like it just sounds a little creepy. It's, it's not. Uh, it's not. I want to clarify. It's not a race thing. I think it's just that it's a sexual song and this is an old white lady. Uh, it's very like, like very not comfortable, very sexy. but yeah, like very comfortable expressing sexuality. It's like peaches. Yeah, <laughs> an old white lady who's a little old too white comfortable lady expressing. But there's also there's also the like cultural component. It's not necessarily that a white woman can't say this stuff, but she, it just sounds incongruous to, like it's like a young like you know what I mean. It's like a young kind of urban. Song, but not e- not anymore. I mean, now like I think most people that are into rap probably don't even remember Missy Elliott being a thing. You think this is so? a pretty old song. This is like this early two thousand. Yeah, this is like borderline Sugar Hill Gang at this point. Like <laughs> this woman was probably in college. I don't mean that. I don't mean knowing the song. I just mean what the lyrics are. Oh sure. 
Pitch black saying, oh, yes, I'm No! That's a little weird. Yeah, what was that? It's the lyric in the song, I mean. Just because I got a lot of fame, Supa. Prince couldn't give me change of name, Papa. Couldn't can taste slave again, no, sir. Pitch black saying, oh, yes, I'm No! <laughs> Where was this? Who is the best? I don't have to ask you. It's when you come out. No, but like state, Why city. The meme name is Rapping Rita. Does she have any others? You want to hear the, the full EP? This is like her one karaoke song. Like she'll show up to the karaoke bar and if they don't have this, she just goes home. Okay, so she's 58 years old. I'm going to do some Fugazi next. Ah! Oh, I wish. <laughs> Missy Elliott loved the performance. Of course. Let's get her name in the news. Like, why not? Yeah, Let's she said, I, I found out I have a funky white sister. Aw. Ken Pierce, uh, not a fan of that kind of sharing. Ah! Rapping Rita is Terrible. Ken Pierce. And that wasn't done like making fun of the music. No. That was oh, like a I loving didn't think that. Yeah. I didn't think that at all. I just thought it was, nice. this wasn't good. Yeah. I mean, it's as good as you could possibly expect from a 58-year-old white woman. It was in Rhode Island. In Rhode Island. <laughs> oh. Uh, speaking of not good. Okay. Our good friend Danzig. Is uh, gonna have uh, someone's what? giving him money to make a movie. What's that old knucklehead up to? I can't believe someone is giving Danzig money to make a feature length film. Is it Harvey Weinstein? <laughs> is that like the only person left who will take his money? <laughs> <laughs> uh, you can feel me up, yeah. <laughs> no problem. I'm titties. Coming on my plants. <laughs> Yeah, was that a thing? I missed that in the Weinstein. Uh, oh yeah. Oh yeah. He was uh, like uh, masturbating in front of a woman, and she was in like a hotel hallway. You know, or something? Yeah, and she was like grossed out, and she's like, "Stop that!" And so he just finished into a plant. Oh, like he was already going, and she's like, "What? The, what? What? He's like, "Ah, come in in my office, fern." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Splooge on my begonia. <laughs> uh, so the uh, Los Angeles label Cleopatra Records has a is that like an old punk rock label? Has a film division, oh, Cleopatra Entertainment, which just means this guy. It's just a guy right. with a label being like, "Yeah, I'll front your money." Yeah. How does he have money? Probably sells cocaine. Or maybe he's a trust fund kid. There, there's a lot of record labels that you wonder exactly how they have any money, and it's because somebody involved is selling drugs. Oh. Uh, well, no, they have... They, actually, they have... Looking at their thing, they have some artists. They have 12 Stones. Sid Vicious. Yeah, Sid Vicious. He's really grinding out that content. Afro Man. Ah! What is Sid like? Hanoi so, rocks. Is that like old content of like Sid yeah, Vicious? Yeah, they probably have like, like old punk stuff. They probably yeah, Iggy and the Stooges. Yeah. They probably just have like a few releases. Gotcha. Uh, I probably have some of their releases in my CD. In, so, your, in your plant, yeah. <laughs> so oh. releases land in there. 
Hot damn. So Danzig will pen, direct, and compose oh music for the feature film, which will be structured as an anthology. There's going to be multiple movies. So this is not anything to do with Danzig, like his life or something. No. Splitting its running time between three individual characters and storylines based on Danzig's own popular verotic comic book characters. I really hope this is like uh, the same level of quality as that video. You remember that video that circulated around that was like Danzig reading books or yes, seductively (laughs) like inviting you into his boudoir to look at his library. And he's like shirtless, and he's look at this book here. Yeah, this book's book. very nice. Let's play That's play. a beautiful devil. <laughs> right there. My book collection. This is just part of my book collection. Uh, i got all kinds of stuff here. She's very beautiful. <laughs> the Wolf by Montague Summers. This is great. There's lots of great werewolf stories in Sounds here, like all Ed documented, Norton. all yeah, true. Yeah. And um, there's this one in particular that's great where they're looking for this guy who's accused of being a werewolf and he comes out of this clearing shaking a baby in his mouth. This one here is my This is a very, very touching story yeah. about a great orator. Uh, <laughs> hey, orator! Heil Hitler! Yeah! Uh, yeah. Cult roots in Nazism. Oh, there you go. Every school child should have this book. Well, what a funny guy. You learn a lot from this one. So edgy. And I like he makes these like weird statements and then laughs and it's like, wait, is he kidding? Or (laughs) (laughs) this is trying to sound smart. What is this? This one's called a necrobricanomicon. Don't touch that. Don't mess with bricks. This one is just the tidy cat catalog. Uh, (laughs) That was my personal one. I'm not going to talk about that. Remember, lift with your knees. Lost books of the Bible. There's also the Forgotten Books of Eden, but the Lost Books of the Bible Clearly they found tells you a lot of stuff they omitted from the Bible. All original chapters of the Bible, which were excised. Let's see, there's a excised. chapter in here. Why does he say the Bible? The Bible. When he's from Jersey. He's from Memphis, Tennessee. Because <laughs> he's doing Jim Morrison. He's crafted his whole persona on Jim Morrison. Yeah, here we go. Infancy. This tells you about Jesus' childhood. Honestly, Except though, props the, to him for being I the one fucking mook from one. Jersey who wasn't trying to be Bruce Springsteen. At least. <laughs> unless he was impersonating you somebody from a different about. state. Well, this is before Bruce Springsteen. It doesn't fit in with their ideology. No, he was early uh, no, no, born in the USA There's was early. There's one uh, passage in here Saturday. where Jesus oh, and a yeah, little forever. kid no. are playing on the Sabbath. Kid and play? And Jesus is making these clay statues he's formed uh, come to life. So anyway, uh, we, we get, we get. So he's doing... Three erotica films. Like, in my head, I'm just picturing bad heavy metal, like the cartoon series, like right. that card, which is great, but, like, this is, like, a bad knockoff, but I don't think it'll be that, because... I have a question. Do you think he's, that's one animation. Of those, he's one of those directors that acts in his own films? That's it. He's, he's writing, <laughs> directing, and, compo- like, he's doing it all himself, which means it's going to be a mess. Mm. It's going to be a total mess. You know how this was conceived? He was listening to the live cast when we had Brendan Small on. Yeah. Brendan Small told that story about how him and a bunch of his Hollywood friends get together and watch horrible movies. Oh. And Danzig's like, I'm going to make something for them. Yeah. Whoa. Sounds right Some up Some of there, the people Alex. that were involved with Metalocalypse actually did a DVD with Danzig. Because he did like a... 
his version of like uh, the Elvis 67 special or whatever that was, you know, that like sit down acoustic performance. Uh-huh. So he did that with Jamsie like, did that? yeah, and he did some and it, it was not good. It was a wreck. I believe it. And this right here, this is the print version of Ken Pierce's Yelp set. Yeah. Yeah. Did he have to like remind himself that cameras were okay because he commissioned them? Like he kept wanting to kick the photographers out. He's like, oh, no, no, yeah. no, wait, I hired that guy. Stay, you can stay. It's fine. Uh, nobody, I, nobody in the cast allowed to be over five foot three. Yeah, like I, it's like I, a Tom Cruise movie. Like you know, he's standing on a soapbox the whole. Thing. I can't imagine. Like someone has to edit his movie. Like edit his script. Edit his. It's like his whole no crew. No one's editing the script, Rob. The crew has to. The, the crew is going to like either quit on the first day or they have to be like so cheap and new that they don't know what they're getting into. Right. You know? Can you imagine Danzig is all, all right, I said quiet on the set. <laughs> quiet. Everyone just keeps talking. <laughs> no one pays attention. Anymore. Or it's just dead silent. And I'm down like, here. <laughs> <laughs> Do you think he's got a director's chair with his name on it? Cut! Hell yeah. And boosters, so it's like even higher. Cut! Yeah. Director's chair is too high. Call the studio. I can't get down. He has a high chair for the craft table. His legs just dangle from the edge of the director's chair. <laughs> Take 66! Area code 601. Are you looking forward to Danzig's movies? What's up? It's uh, Will from Mississippi. Will from Mississippi. The South, well represented here today. Yeah, yeah so. South sucks. <laughs> I didn't say that. You said that. But, uh, yeah. Well, it's, it's pretty shitty. Uh, it's hot. There's Republicans everywhere. It's uh, not, nothing to enjoy. Sounds just like South Brooklyn in August. Yeah, I had a, a food-related question slash uh Stories uh, for you guys. Yeah. Go ahead, shoot. Yeah, uh, this happened a while ago, but I was uh, I was coming back home. I stopped by Sonic to get something to eat. Mm-hmm. So I uh, I ordered chili cheese coney, no big deal. I go on diet. I open up out of the, out of the package. Oh no! And it's uh, just a regular hot dog, covered, covered in mayonnaise. Oh. Mm. Just what? drenched in mayonnaise. Mm. Okay. And first, my first thought was, this shit don't fucking match. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were going to say there was, like, I, I water bugs on it. Was, it I don't fucking it. match. I got, <laughs> yeah, I tried to eat the shit because I was hungry, but now I took one bite of it, and all I tasted was bread and mayonnaise, so I spit it out. Mm. Aww, uh, well, so, uh, i got to say, I've had mayonnaise on a hot dog. I'm not opposed to it. Yeah, it's fine. It depends on the kind of hot dog one. But what he's saying, if it's absolutely drenched in mayonnaise, that does not sound appealing. Blathered. Yeah. Only thing I really I find gross uh, as in the realm of regular condiments. I'm not mm-hmm. talking about putting chaladiets on a hot dog. <laughs> in the realm of regular condiments, the only thing I would say should never go on a hot dog is ketchup. What? I love ketchup, I love on, ketchup a on a hot dog. Just not, I'm not. I'm just. I'm not saying you can't yeah. do it. I'm not taking. Why? It. There's plenty of people that find that blasphemous. Yeah. Sometimes I'll put I w- barbecue sauce on a hot dog. Blasphemous is too grandiose. But why? Word. I wouldn't. What's What's your? They argument don't. Against, they don't fucking they don't match. Fucking match. <laughs> so why? Why doesn't it match? I can't <laughs> give you a specific like 
scientific he just doesn't answer. Like you never heard of this, kept, Rob? I mean, I, I, I've seen it pop up. I just don't understand. It don't fucking matter. Like, like some, some people, hot dog places in Chicago where they don't even have ketchup there. Right. Oh, but that's different, though, because you're, you're getting a whole loaded Not thing. necessarily. You just can't get ketchup. Also, I thought on a loaded Chicago dog, there is ketchup. No. I, I, I don't, I'm not an expert on Chicago dogs, but I've had loaded Chicago dogs. There was no ketchup. No ketchup. Like, Wait, what pepper. if you... Yeah, yeah, I mean, it's great. What if you mix another condiment and ketchup? Is it because ketchup is sweet and you need like a spicy or a savory... Uh, I don't know thing? if it's that, that deep. Yeah. You Google think... it. You could Google it. Don't you ever put ketchup on a bologna sandwich? It's just Who's not a... Bologna? It's just what, a... How old are we? Bologna <laughs> <It's> like... sandwich? <laughs> I'm not a fan of bologna. This is third grade? A, well, I, I, me a figure, lunch? I figure a bologna is the same thing as a hot dog. It's like the same stuff. Because uh, shit don't fucking yeah. match. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like within the last few years, just out of curiosity, I was like, you know, I haven't had bologna since like junior high. What mm. happened? That's so weird. Let me try it. Yeah, I was you like, remembered oh, why. Well, it's yeah, because American bologna is gross. Like you gotta Russian the... bologna is disgusting. Oh, no, I, I love it. I like. Well, what's uh, the one that's bologna? Is it Alexanderska? No, that's a salami. <laughs> Doctor Skaya. Uh, Dr. Skaya. Yeah, is that fan. yeah? That shit is off the hook, I man. Like I love it. Like when there's I f- like olives in it. I, no, that well, I don't that's like. the, that's like that's the more Italian one. Yeah, I feel like that Doctor Skaya has something else in it that's not bologna, like turkey. It's like turkey slash bologna. Oh, I, it's something. because it's a veal. It, it's like a veal uh, pork. Oh, it's base. a young. I don't like veal. Yeah, that must be it because it does not taste. Whereas like Boris Head is a beef bologna, or right? The only bologna I've gross. ever liked, and it was when I was a kid, was Oscar Mayer. My parents tried to get me to have the Russian stuff. I didn't like it then. I will always take the, I, Oscar Mayer's all right. But That's what I grew up on. The absolute worst of any type of food other than turkey is Boris Head. Like, I hate Boris Head. The ham is fine. Uh, it's fine. Eh. I don't like any of it. It's funny the that we t- Sorry, go ahead. I was going to say, the turkey is the only acceptable boar's head product that I will take. Uh, we, we, it's funny that we're talking about this, because there there's this, um, on Facebook, this like South Brooklyn food group that we're a part of, and I'm really more a part of it just to make fun of uh-huh. the people in it, because they're all very like stereotypes of like Brooklyn you know, lunkheads, I guess. And uh, there was just a thing that was... Um, like, what is the best thing to put in macaroni and cheese? And don't say more cheese, you know, one of those. And they all came up with the most disgusting things. Like, Isn't, like, bacon the answer? My, I, there was a bunch of bacon. Ketchup. My answer is, <laughs> there was some, uh, my answer oh. is nothing. Stop ruining a good fucking dish <laughs> by turning it into a fucking casserole. But there are some things that are way worse than others that you can so let, oh, let, let's look it up oh. but like what were some of the bad the, uh, what, tuna some? fish oh yeah. I saw that yeah uh, what <laughs> that was like, the number one most I guess disgusting. I guess there's tuna melts where it's tuna it's like and tuna cheese tuna casserole basically yeah, yeah. I don't know tuna and cheese I don't I never got into that never got into tuna a cold tuna sandwich with a slice of cheese on it I can understand but no. baked hot tuna where it's yeah. sweating on each other like that's <laughs> You just ruined the macaroni and cheese is all you and you ruined tuna to be honest with you. They're yeah. both good things separately. Uh but the, here's the thing. So they're so provincial about certain things like whenever like hipsters come up like they always talk about new like or old like spots. Williamsburg like like North yeah. Brooklyn they'll be like, "Oh, that's a 
that's not real Brooklyn. You know, well, well, like, yeah, that's what I'm getting up I'll to. I'll pay $7 for a cup of coffee. Or they'll say, like, this spot used to be here in Bay Ridge, but now it's gone because it's a hipster pl- or whatever. But the language they use to talk about hipsters, and I'm the first one that I've complained about hipsters on yeah, the show. I agree. But they talk about it like they're Nazis talking about Jews, like they're vermin. They're like, oh I'm not even exaggerating. They're like the hipster infestation oh. has reached such and such a neighborhood, or uh, but you know we should gas them, like like just or like fi- find out yeah. these places where they are, congregate and fucking burn it down, like such violent. Like how do these like skinny malnourished people with handlebar mustaches <laughs> make you that fucking angry yeah. that you want to exterminate them? Plus the fact that half of these people don't live in Brooklyn anymore. They all fucking fled and they'll write posts saying like, oh, this is now hipster or this is now all Chinese all down 86th Street. You motherfuckers sold your houses. It's your fucking fault. We still live here. Yeah. Do you find that thing? Yeah. So uh, grilled chicken and bacon. What? No. Just bacon. Bacon and onions. No, just bacon. Broccoli. No. I'm okay with onions. Oh, broccoli. How do you put that in That's macaroni weird. and cheese? Buffalo chicken? Why? No. I've, seen I've seen that at restaurants. Why? But no. <laughs> Lobster mac and cheese? Pretty good. Pretty good. I'm not a fan of lobster, oh. but oh. that one, by concept at least, doesn't offend me so much. How about jalapeno? Oh, that, uh, there was a jalapeno or chipotle parada. That's like sardines, someone says. Ew. Oh, for fuck's fuck sake. Out of here. Oh, man. Maybe white people are a mistake. Yeah. Tomato? No. No. What, just like chopped tomato or yeah. tomato sauce? What? Yeah, cold oh, tomato on hot mac and cheese. Prosciutto. Sopasat. Uh huh. Spam. Really? That's the bitch. Is joke, that a Hawaiian? Right? Said that? A pineapple. Get the fuck out of here. It's like it's macaroni cheese. You don't have to reinvent oh the my wheel God. every time. Tuna fish and canned cream of mushroom soup or a di- can of diced Ew. tomato. That's a whole different <sighs> thing already then. That's just like tuna casserole. I that's think a- Will just had a heart attack. Yeah. yeah. That's, oh, yeah. Hey, look, I'm, I'm Asian. I can't even stomach that. I, we can eat both things. You said you're Asian? <laughs> yeah, he's told us that before. Yeah, I'm more Asian, yeah. I forgot. Mm. So from what country are you descended Oh, I'm uh, Filipino. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's right, right, that's right. right. Mm -hmm. Okay, cool. Sorry, it's just that it's like, you know, we have 10 years worth of shows. Sometimes it all blends together. Oh, it's it's all good. (laughs) (laughs) So there you go. There's always, there's always, also what I love about this group is like, They'll take a picture of a plate with what looks like vomit oh. and be like, oh, the most delicious chicken parmesan. <laughs> El Dutorino does that in our Discord all the time with his dinners. Like, Some of his dinners, I gotta say, look yeah. good. Though. It's just like, it's like, this looks like puke. Like, there's so many and times. Holodiet, it's probably Holodiet's <laughs> photos that you're posting and then you forgot you posted it. I'll go on record and say every single one of everything that El Dutorino has posted in our Discord looks better than every single thing ever yeah. posted in that group i believe that uh it's just like vomit like burnt they put burnt like shit a guy put a guy put a package of fucking yankee doodles in there the other day like i can't wait to eat this when i get off of work or whatever it's fun like you did nothing to produce this you didn't go to a nice restaurant to a bodega and drop 75 cents motherfucker also why why do you have to wait till after work it takes three seconds to eat that shit just yeah pop it in your mouth and move on why don't you post a picture of fucking uh, tropical fantasy on Nice too. <laughs> Having a nice cocktail <laughs> before uh, going to bed with the umbrella straw. 
And then also the other thing that me and Jennifer joke about is they always put the shit on fucking Dixie plates. They played it <laughs> oh, on like yes. basic ass silverware and shit. And they're like, look at this. I made it for my wife. Oh, it's and it's on a fucking like 99 cent uh, for a thousand Dixie plate. <laughs> yeah, the food is, is yeah. seeping through the bottom of the plate. Yeah, and you can right. see the dirtiest roach stained walls in the background too. We need you guys to like collect like a few of these photos so we can share them with yes. the yeah. social and can, media Can followers. I be invited to this group? Like Everyone yeah, could just join. It's like a public... Yeah, uh, they have to prove you. Yeah. But South Brooklyn Food and Drink is the group. Uh, <laughs> and, but my favorite thing in this group, I, we might have brought it up on the show before, was uh, there was a story about how a uh, pretty well-known diner was closing. Oh, right. And it brought out every single racist, xenophobe, you name it. That's really the best part of this group is the yeah, racist just, comments. Just the, just the unbridled well, Facebook, racism, it? yeah. and it's and it's just like, oh, oh, well, they're probably going to turn it into a Chinese condo now. And then you, you know, hover over the person's name, and their location is like Baltimore, Maryland. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like the, uh, like oh, all these all these Chinese taking over the neighborhood, yeah. like Memphis, Tennessee. Yeah, like, so it was great. Great comp. I like that there's like 108 people that went to our high school, Rob. Please huh? answer these questions from admins. Oh, she's can. joining it now. That's... Are you a robot? Possibly. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's it. It was just that Russian one troll, question. Noah. No. There's a I mean that's a lot of what South Brooklyn is. <laughs> by the way, it look like trolls. <laughs> <laughs> I did find a link about the uh why ketchup is uh, not mm. welcome on uh, hot dogs. Not welcome on hot dogs. And I was right, it's because they say ketchup smothers the flavor of the hot dog because it adds sugar to the to the flavor and it, it changes the the te- you know like the whatever it is. Like, I mean, it depends <laughs> if you're eating a quality hot dog to begin with or not. If you're just yeah. eating like some generic shit off a street corner, then slather yeah. it in everything just so it doesn't taste like fucking water. I just feel like the other like onions and mustard are the perfect uh, taste combination for a I've hot dog. I've been really getting into the uh, what's like the pickle based mm. relish? relish. Relish. Yes. Not opposed to relish. Just because pickle. I feel like pickles have been really underrated as a. Hot dog topping. It's so good. The, the added crunch, it, it mm-hmm. changes the game for me. But the thing is that with regular pickles, I agree. The relish makes it it's, the same problem as the ketchup. It's sweetened. Uh, All the store-bought yeah. relish. Yeah, I would, you're right. Well, I agree with you. You know what? Okay, so I like that um, that like sauce with like onions that comes in like the little like aluminum bag. Oh, I, okay. Yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah, 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 it's like some red, red onions, just the red onions. Yeah, yeah. I like yeah. raw onions, but no, no, I, no, it's 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 white onions, but in like a red sauce, in like yeah, a ketchup yeah, yeah. sauce. Right, right, yeah. Well, it's it's a it's a more tasteful sweet sweetness on top mm-hmm. of your hot dog. Hot dog, yeah. cream cheese, <laughs> cream cheese on my hot dog. Yeah, that's, no, a that's like a Seattle yeah. thing. Oh, I've never had no. that. No, that offends me. It's not bad. Uh, my dad would make really cool like hot dog sandwiches with a. Uh, it would be with tomato pickles hot dog sandwiches. Yeah, it would be on a he- on like a hero. It's more like how many hot dogs did he use on the sandwich? It would be two like two sandwich. hot dogs uh, cut in half. So, oh, ooh, so, I like that. When I was a kid, I invented this dish. And oh. I took the I would take two slices of toast, and I would take a hot dog, cook it, 
break it in half and put them side by side between the toasts. Yeah. And I have no idea why, but I called it a tushy burger. <laughs> well, when the hot dogs are side by side, it looks like it looks like a tushy. How the fuck have we done this fucking podcast for twenty plus years by now? This is the first we're hearing of the tushy burger. What the fuck? I feel cheated. <laughs> I can't. I wish I could go back in time and ask my like seven year old self why is this called a tushy. Burger? Here's what you're doing tomorrow, Darren. You yes. are going home. You are doing a YouTube video walkthrough of the tushy. <laughs> And that is going on the social media this week as well. I mean, it seems pretty straightforward. I just I described the dish. I don't see you making it and then enjoying it. <laughs> but uh, it was pretty good. A toast, I it. toast, hot dog on toast is good in general. The uh, the sandwich would be uh, tomato pickle. Back to Rob's tushy burger. Parsley <laughs> and the hot Rob's dog, and school. then ketchup. Ketchup. <laughs> also with the mayo, I think in uh, I feel in England they do hot dogs with mayo too. They're oh. big uh-huh. on the mayo as a topic. I'm not opposed to the mayo. Uh, here's the thing, thing about a, this. My philosophy with hot dogs. With hot it's dog. a good if it's a good hot dog. It's so flavorful. Like yeah. it only needs a hint of things. Agreed. You just need a little stripe of mustard or some onion, like something to accent it. But like a good hot dog, you get that snap and it just yeah. fucking burst of flavor comes mm-hmm. out. Mm-hmm. I've been really uh, to sound a little bougie. Mm-hmm. Uh, Whole Foods is really good hot dogs. Hot I don't dogs. think that's as bougie. Whole Foods is bougie. It's pretty yeah. bougie. Just a, a super slightly, uh, slightly more of a price. But they have really good. Uh, not with without the uh, the nitrates, non nitrate, oh, okay. plump ass beef hot dogs, and it has that crunch. It's like a a better ballpark oh, okay. hot dog. Try the, the brand a, ballpark. It has an organic boot in it. It's a uh, the brand is Wellshire Farms, I believe. Yes, not Hillshire. Wellshire. That's weird. It's like uh, when you go to the or the bodega. No, you're just thinking Wilshire because Will is on the phone. No, it's like when you go to the bodega and it's called Eleven Seven. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, I have a question for Will. Did you get everything Definitely you wanted Wilshire. out yeah. of this call? And more. Oh. Did you get everything you wanted out of this call, or did you have like another question? No, I, I want. I just was since that happened to me, I was wondering what you guys' uh, worst experience of the past week was. Oh, God. There's so many. <laughs> yeah, worse than that. You just got not quite what you ordered. Well, this you didn't my have a tad, roach fall from the fucking ceiling. Did my Tad Steak thing qualify as that? Yeah, sure. Yeah, we've shared that wasn't the food being served to Even me, still. Well, anybody have a horror story? Uh, I've shared my Taco Bell horror story about sitting there eating Mexican pizza at the Taco Bell, and I hear a plop oh. at the table next to me, and a water bucket falling from the ceiling. Ew. It was I that very same Taco <laughs> Bell. There was a water bug just running across the table as I started might have been my the meal. same one. He's adventurous. <laughs> uh, but I'm thinking worst. I think the worst for me was when uh, we did the show with Jenny, and she brought over the school lunch like extra school lunch food for us mm-hmm. and it was like taco meat and there were bugs in it but that wasn't fast food i mean it was, was cafeteria it was, food. that's kind of fast food I think what it was right. i had one about 20 years ago which Uh-oh. was at a i guess i guess it was a subway uh and Bologna? it was like an like an arabic guy making a sandwich and he just was not like and i like listen I'm going to preface this by saying I'm the first person 
to be you could speak whatever language you want there's no official language of the united states and all that mm-hmm. when you work at a business though it's very frustrating when the person cannot communicate with you yeah. and the guy was not understanding what i was saying at all i was being very polite even though i was a young hothead at this time i was being <laughs> very polite going through the steps i want this 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 and this and he was getting frustrated because he didn't understand what I was saying. And then I was like, you know what? Forget it. I'm just going to go. And he's like, you're a fucking Jew bastard. Fucking Whoa. Jew bastard. Whoa. And I, and I, first of all, I was wearing nothing to indicate I was Jewish. That's- so I don't know how he knew Whoa. I was Jewish in the first place. But he nailed it. He was correct. <laughs> and then, like, well, obviously we got into a shouting match. But. God damn. Yeah. That was nothing to do with the food, really. But Even still, that's, that's a bad fast food experience. <laughs> I've had a few incidents in my life where the person called me out as, like, when they were angry at me, called me out as being Jewish for some weird reason. That sucks. Huh. Yeah. Do they ever say cheap shoe? I get Arabic because no. I have a real long beard, so I think I'm Arabic because I'm brown and I have a real beard. Oh. Mm. Yeah, I did, by the way. Yeah, I get a lot of terror. That was damn. not meant to impugn uh, Arabic people and... Anyway, shape or form, just that guy was a dick. But uh, I did have something recently that didn't involve me being called a Jew bastard, but a guy screamed at me in unintelligible, like, Iron Sheik-ish speech because I, uh, I don't remember why. I, was, I came off of um, the train at Coney Island, and I took a cab home. I was, had to get home fast for some reason, and I couldn't, you know what I mean, couldn't walk or whatever. So, no, 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 I had to do something. I don't even remember at this point. But uh, I get in a a yellow cab because it was sitting right there. And the guy, he says, meter off, meter off. So I go, okay, uh, how much are you going to charge me? He's like $16 or something. Mm -hmm. It was literally like a five-minute drive to my house. So I was like, all right, no, thank you. Stop the car, please. Motherfucker, motherfucker, suck dick. Motherfucker, motherfucker, suck dick. Like over and over, just like that. Piece of shit, motherfucker, suck dick. Like he knew three things and he kept repeating them all on a loop. Maybe he thought he was saying, have a nice day. Is that possible? Yeah. (laughs) Just somebody lied to him. No, no. So then I got mad and I went back. I was like, are you fucking cursing me out because I rejected your price? Motherfucker, motherfucker, suck dick. And I kept like responding like a dumbass. The guy, the guy clearly doesn't know what he's saying. He's just angry. And then I finally, I, I saw the humor in it. I was like, okay, all right, yeah, drive off. Have a nice day. Oh my god. Oh my god. I thought I told that on the air. I guess not. No. <laughs> that and Tushy Burger, man. You've been holding out. Yeah, it's a gold um, mine. Roland texted me. He has a story that he wants to share about his worst food experience oh, Roland do. call in Roland and I do a food show together um, Roland is a food expert while we wait for Roland to call in I have a few comments in the chat anal asks a- anal with a question mark anal asks, anal anal uh, <laughs> plump ass beef no thank you <laughs> plump ass beef hot dog was Rob's nickname in high school oh. uh, and uh, <laughs> Leroy comments that the uh Cleopatra Entertainment that I said was just like a small thing. They actually put out a ton of movies, and one of these movies is called China Salesman, and it's with Mike Tyson and Steven Seagal. Oh, no. So I just want to play a few seconds of the trailer, and then we'll, is Roland we'll, on we'll, we'll get Roland on. Just one second. Glad you didn't read the other anal comment. Because 
you all. However, only two companies have been selected. Whoever wins the bidding wins respect. Once the communication collapses, the door of our success will be wide open. The capital is in chaos. I can't believe this is real. Right, this this trailer isn't saying Vladimir anything. Putin. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Vladimir Putin. That's not a part of the trailer. <laughs> oh, isn't he like Vladimir a... Putin. Now, uh, he, he didn't Vladimir Putin assign Steven Zagal to find Richie or something? <laughs> he's well. like, I don't know if he's an ambassador or some kind of envoy. He gave him some kind of weird title. Holiday Explorer. Oh, it's a porno series. Special en- Minsk. Envoy, yeah. For culture. That's some culture. Okay, well, you played that trailer and Roland didn't want to stand the line, so now oh. we won't get that story. Jeez, oh. fine. You can uh, call back now, Roland. Maybe. Will, thank you very much for calling. Yeah, thanks, Will. You did great. Yeah, uh, yeah guys. Uh, uh, yeah, have a good one. Uh, a few other crazy stories. A fetus was found well, in a plane bathroom at LaGuardia Airport. How fucked up? Like, what is that? What was he doing there? Uh, did he pay? I did, wait, yeah. wait, was it a dying fetus? It was, was a it dead just, fetus. It was, was just the band in the bathroom? A dead fetus was discovered at LaGuardia oh, Airport in the bathroom. I got it. In the bathroom oh, of a plane. Oh, oh, oh. Come on, she's going away. Be nice. That's supportive of my jokes. <laughs> and so the cleaning can you imagine having to clean a flight and you open the I mean you've seen some pretty crappy literally things in the in the airplane bathrooms yeah, that's, but that's terrible to for find like a fucking, so many on so many layers yeah mm. right now I'm thinking of the layers of the fetus wow oh. <laughs> <laughs> did they figure out who the who Dropped like, it off. Was the placenta still attached to it? That's like right? what I wonder about. Person who made the deposit. Yeah, like, did they notice anybody walking down the aisles leaving a trail of blood? Like, how does this happen and nobody... Re- I... Uh, there does not seem to be any update. It's all just fetus God fat. damn. Maybe the they just had a fetus sitting around for a few weeks and then brought it there. Maybe this is the sad end to the D.B. Oh, Cooper wait, here we story. Go. Or maybe it was just <laughs> one of the meals. It just looked like a fetus. Oh, on an airplane. Have Impossible. you ever had airplane food? Can you play play my audio? <laughs> <laughs> no, it's doing fucking. Hey, you stand up material. <laughs> What's the deal? What is the deal? They're serving airline? fetuses for airplane food. Can I just get a ham sandwich? <laughs> All, I was asking, All I was asking for was a little baloney. Uh, they, you know what? Uh, I waited for my meal. They gave me the fetus. No thanks. I'll have the kosher. I mean, why do they call them abortions? What is the deal? So there is an update. Airlines cleaning crew made a shocking and gruesome discovery at LaGuardia Airport this morning. We want to warn some of the viewers just, out there. It was just you a giant the dump of that Darren st- took after oh. eating Ted's. Oh, no. Oh. After eating what? I'm reading Tad's steak. Oh, yeah. Oh, no. Don't remind me. I didn't eat there, though. That wasn't the story. I I ran in there to use the bathroom because I had a shit really bad. And I just blew up their facility without (laughs) eating there. (laughs) 
<laughs> you cut to the chase. Yeah. I have you eaten there and gotten major stomach gotcha, though, but not that time. <laughs> okay, carry on. Tell us more about the fetus. Yeah, maybe Report put down your morning. snacks. We want to warn some of the viewers out there. You may I find the details Rob of this story particularly upsetting. Shortly after boarding the plane, a member story. of the cleaning crew found an apparent dead fetus in the aircraft's toilet. And the plane had arrived at LaGuardia Airport from Charlotte last night. Well, you can't find a live fetus. Yeah. If it was alive, it'd be inside the mother. I mean, I understand it's the news, but like <laughs> a parent dead fetus? It like... might be alive? What does it mean? <laughs> Shortly after 8 a.m., the airport warned flyers leaving out of any of the B gates. A parent fetus. If it had a parent, it wouldn't be in the bathroom dying. Not not very good parenting, (laughs) I'll say. Delays due to a, quote, out-of-service plane. Mm. Authorities are investigating this discovery. Oh, so it says uh, that they think the the law enforcement has said... That a teen suffered a miscarriage inside the bathroom. And so she just left it there. I guess, like, did she try to flush it? Like, was it, like, halfway down the fucking toilet? It says no flushing. Anything besides (laughs) toilet paper. Well, No, LaGuardia isn't flushing. This was JFK. Uh, But, like, seriously, that happens. Like, what is she supposed to do? Like, take it back to her seat with her? Like, <laughs> right? I mean, like, leaving it in the fucking toilet is the best thing she could have done. Like, what other fucking option is there? You're going to tell a flight attendant? And they're like, oh, I know just the no. thing to do. Like, when what? the flight attendant comes around with the bag for trash, you just put oh! it in the- <laughs> Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I've seen yeah. worse things thrown in the trash yeah. bag. So, <laughs> well, why is this news? Can I just say it's like, really gross. It was news to me, like, when it was, uh, like, a woman had it like like gave birth and left it there uh-huh. but if she just had a miscarriage like yeah. why is it why does it need to be because they had to shut down the terminal i don't know you're right it's pretty yeah. so the young woman told investigators she'd been bleeding heavily for days she also alleged no health insurance alleged, still got on a fucking plane just she, hemorrhaging she told police that while in the bathroom she pulled the baby out oh! And never heard it cry or breathe, according to a source. That's a self-starter. She she claimed she didn't realize she was pregnant. And uh, an autopsy is expected to determine if the child was born. At what point did she realize she was pregnant when the head was out of her (laughs) vagina? Well, I mean, uh, all joking aside... No, it's, never. It's not. It's not uncommon for women not mm-hmm. to know I they're pregnant. It's a, just, com- it's a comedy show. I want to know, like, how, a little education. How long beginning to end was her toilet time? Like, because this is a lot of stuff to happen and to process and to decide on in one trip to the fucking bathroom. Like, how long was this flight? She goes in thinking she's got a stomach ache and she's not pregnant. <laughs> And she leaves having right. pulled a fucking dead baby right. out of her that she then decided to just leave there. So, like, that is so much to happen to you. There was, she was I traveling. so much. Yeah. Never tra- that much. I poop out babies so much. <laughs> I poop so much. She was traveling from Jamaica through Charlotte and then on to LaGuardia. So she had a layover, oh, too. God damn. I wonder if there's a, uh, some blood in the, the Charlotte Is it the Queen of Vagina? <laughs> 
I got that fetus in an airplane. I got that fetus in an airplane. Go, go in it. Did she put out a new track about it? <laughs> she pulled a baby out of her vagina. That's not what vaginas are for. <laughs> I forgot that, uh, sadly, Queen of Vagina had left YouTube. She deleted oh, her account. Oh, I thought account. you said she was going to I was going to Her and Alex Jones. What's left on YouTube to even watch? If she was still Metal making... Metal Injection Livecast oh, yeah, videos? Okay. If she still had her... Uh, if she still had her account, this would clearly would have been a song already. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> wow, she's on Spotify. What? <laughs> Is there new music? Let me see. I'm, I'm trying to load it. I am a Uh, El Duderino asks, was Levy Kletsky's torso in the overhead compartment? (laughs) (laughs) That'd be one decayed torso by now. It's got to be like seven years ago. My pussy, my My pussy. Oh, man. I'm really kind of upset that you played that because uh, I remember when we first discovered that song. It was in my head for weeks. (laughs) For weeks. (laughs) Classic. Yeah. It's a good song. It's catchy. Michelle Obama is a whore. Michelle Obama is a prostitute. I am a dick sucker. Oh, Poochie. Yeah. So, yeah, it doesn't look like she has new song. Oh, it, oh. It's just it's her re- older catalog. It's region block, too. <laughs> what? What is yeah, that? I, mean? I can't play it. Why? I don't He's... know. Can't play it outside of, like, St. Lucia or something? <laughs> 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 no, that's not it. Oh. Uh, that's your personal playlist. That's sad. R.I.P. Queen of Vagina. Sad. Sad, sad, sad. Ooh. We'll have to catch her on tour. Would you all right? Even creepier than the uh, dead fetus in the mm. airplane. Oh, no. Is the 301 priests. Uh, Already creepy. Reported for oh. sexual abuse. There was of a, a dead new- fetus in an airplane. <laughs> it was a grand. We can't wait. <laughs> we can't wait for them to come out of the vagina. <laughs> and yeah, they're short. They just hear what that fetus was wearing. Every life is precious <laughs> <laughs> and tender. <laughs> I seen the way that thing was looking at me. <laughs> <laughs> right through the belly button. Oh, oh <laughs> Come out of here, you little bugger. <laughs> sir, go back to your seat. <laughs> this is a moving airplane, sir. The fastened seatbelt sign is on. Come here, you little bugger. 301 priests hoping that the airline has a take a baby, leave a baby policy. <laughs> They're just like fucking pennies. <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, boy. Okay, so this was just 
<laughs> this was only in Pennsylvania. This was six Pennsylvania. Oh my god! Uh, Diocese. I am shocked by this story. There was a straight state. I'm shocked that there's only 301 yeah, of yeah. them. Yeah, there there was a state grand jury report, uh, and it's an 884 page document. I just read the summary on the uh, local <laughs> CBS <laughs> thing, and it is insane because so. I didn't so, have a chance to read this yet. Ninety nine. Okay, it's so because Lamb Goat hasn't posted about it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, fire. In just Pittsburgh, there were ninety nine of them. So of the three hundred one, there was ninety nine in Pittsburgh. Wow. And, cha- and so from one when of, to when? Like, what's the time span? Uh, and are they all like from different churches? Seven yeah, to six, nine six, p.m. on uh, <laughs> last Tuesday. <laughs> six. <laughs> six different churches. Uh, wow! They Wait, don't say the ninety-nine overall. out of six. Out of three hundred and one, ninety-nine priests or ninety-nine cases. Ninety-nine fetus fuckers of beer on the wall. <laughs> ninety-nine in the diocese of Pittsburgh alone. But actually, oh, so just in Pittsburgh. <laughs> but so, I'm saying ninety-nine different priests yes. did this, or, or, or ninety-nine victims of a smaller amount of priests. No, 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 no. ninety-nine. Perpetrators. Okay, Jesus. Christ. You take one fetus down past the wall. Ninety-eight fetuses on the wall. So this is so fucked up. One boy was forced to stand on a bed in a rectory. I bet. Strip naked. <laughs> rectory. Strip naked and pose as Christ on the cross what for is, the priests. Oh my! They're demented. They took photos of the victim. Adding them to a collection of child pornography, which they produced and shared on church grounds. So they distributed, oh. like, evident, like, like with, uh, souvenirs of their fucking rape. With the patrons' church money, they bought video equipment and editing equipment to do this. <laughs> it's for the common good. Now, <laughs> this is a horrible, horrible atrocity. Yes. But let me just ask you guys. Let me had nothing to do with it. Uh, <laughs> How fucking amazing was it the afternoon that all these priests at this one church realized that they were all into kid fucking? <laughs> Wait, I'm not the only one. All of you guys? Holy shit, we've been having so much fun. Again, Let's this go. is a terrible thing. Yeah. This is a terrible thing. But Boy, I was a little from... hesitant to bring this up. <laughs> <laughs> and then all of them, just all of them. How many of you are like pictures? kid fucking? <laughs> Anyone else stick their hot dog up yeah. a little child? Who broke the ice? The one guy. Yeah. Uh, That's the one that they made like the cardinal. To make it easier <laughs> to target their victims, the priest gave their favorite boys gifts. Gold crosses to wear as necklaces, and the crosses were used as markings, which shows that the boys had been groomed for abuse. It's kind of like a fucking... Oh, my God. What How fucking f- kid wants that, first of all? They're given gifts of a cross? But, like, once again, what is the time period that these took place? 7 p.m. to 9 p.m. <laughs> Last Tuesday. During the live cast. Uh, also, kids would complain about it. Uh, all the victims were brushed, as- uh, brushed aside mm, by church nice. leaders mm-hmm. to protect the abusers and the institution. I can't believe that that happened. Priests were raping little boys and girls, and the men of God who were responsible for them not only did nothing, they hid it. Rob, are you saying, are you trying to tell me that the Catholic Church would cover up evidence of uh, molestation of children? That's exactly what I'm saying. I find that so difficult. How has there never been a movie about this? They've also (laughs) dissuaded victims from reporting abuse and, uh, you know, pressured them. 
And uh, I bet they probably fucking like put the fear of God in. Did they say how old the victims were? Like the age range? Is that in the article? I I have not seen it in the article yet. Oh boy! How were the victims' hands? Stop asking for a friend. It looks like they're teenage. There was one one priest uh, convicted of assaulting a thirteen year old boy. Mm-hmm. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, got gross! So one of the cardinals issued a statement, as I made clear. Th- Throughout my more than 30 years as a bishop, the sexual a abuse child molester. the sexual abuse of children by some members of the church is a terrible tragedy, and the church can never express enough of our deep sorrow and contrition for the abuse and the failure mm. to respond promptly and completely. This is someone who did not molest children. He's just an official, correct? Yeah. Okay. This one. This didn't. is probably like the guy, like the eighth replacement for all the people that got fired. <laughs> well, well, he's this is the guy who didn't get caught. No, yeah. this is the one that actually did act with diligence. He said, yeah. "Confirm I acted with diligence uh, and concern for the wic- victims, and prevented future acts of abuse." Okay. So when time. when all the other priests were reached for comment, they just said YOLO. <laughs> Hashtag no regrets. <laughs> so gross. It's like, what? what is the process? It's so weird that so many people that went into this life all had this... Percl- like, do you start out wanting to fuck kids and you think becoming a priest is the way to do it? Or do you become a priest and then you're surrounded by kids and you decide you want to fuck? No. Like, how does it work? And it's for so I, many probably people. Both. Probably I think both. It's, I think uh, some of it is they, they have the urge to fuck kids mm-hmm. and they try to do that in order that the celibacy will prevent them from harming kids. I, I can see that, it. yeah. You, they, you they just can't help. They themselves. they see the wrongness of it and they right. feel like, oh, if I am celibate. But then they're with a bunch of enablers. They're with a bunch of other uh, wanting. Yeah. So it says it's a bunch of guys in a room watching porn. 90, right. They found a book club. 90 yeah. percent of the cases involved incidents that occurred before 1990. Mm. And the church instituted safeguards uh to try to weed out the abusers. How do you weed out the abusers, though? Like, what are these safe literal people? Literal weed I, I'm guessing Keep them away from kids. Yeah, and like... Uh, no just, kids allowed in the churches. Or no, no that's like, a death's two birds with one stone. Get the kids out of the church. Yeah. But no, like, if you watch that <laughs> movie Spotlight, fucked. they just, like, relocated them. There were, like, these homes for just, like, these wayward priests where they just, like, lived in this house. Like, they were transferred out of whatever church so they weren't around, like, <sighs> the public. And they right. just... Got to live out their lives among other pedophiles, basically, but not near kids, or at least not near kids that the church brought in. Like if they wanted to walk around their neighborhood and find kids, there was nobody stopping them. Pastor John, we're going to be uh, reassigning you. We obviously cannot have you around yeah. kids anymore. Oh, okay. Where am I going? You're going to be uh, stationed next to a Chuck E. Cheese. Ah! <laughs> One priest impregnated a 17-year-old girl, forged another pastor's signature on a marriage certificate. Then divorced the girl shortly after she gave birth. <laughs> Despite having sex with a minor, fathering a child, and being married and divorced, the priest was allowed to stay in the ministry while the diocese sought a benevolent bishop in another state willing to take the predator, hiding him from justice. Honestly, that's the least horrible of any priest abuse story I've heard. Mm. Like, compared to most of the other ones where it's like really young children, like 17. 
What? That's, I, I mean, compared to 11. I don't think that makes it better. Yeah, it doesn't it make makes it, it less horrific in my eyes. It's still illegal, but it's not f- a, a monster. It's not Just like it's, not, it's not a point. two-year-old kid or yeah. anything like that. Okay. They're not making a movie about that priest is what I'm saying. I guess also the thing they were trying to do was uh, with some of these kids run out the statue of limitations mm-hmm. so they would like be nice to them until they could no longer really, yeah. really sue. Yeah. Very fucked up. Very fucked up. <sighs> Disgusting. Religion is brutal. Brutal. I think we have another voicemail. Since we had our, our good buddy uh, on, we didn't really play these. Neutron Noah! Neutron Noah! Neutron Noah! Ah! Sorry, I just used to really like when Darren would get carried away with the Mama Raba chants. <laughs> anyway, this is Kyle, and I have a new tongue twister for you guys. Try saying Mama Raba three times fast. Mama Raba, Mama Raba, Mama Raba. Okay. Mama Raba, Mama Raba, Mama Raba. Mama Raba, Mama Raba, Mama Raba. Mama Raba, Mama Raba, Mama Raba. All right. I guess it wasn't that hard. We did Yay. We did Oh, this is Pizza Destroyer. No, it's not. This question is for Serge Tankyad. Why did you leave the keys on the table? Okay, thank you. (laughs) (laughs) It was Darren Malakian we had on the show. (laughs) Close enough, right? I mean, well, it's close. I don't think Serge knows because he asks that in the song. You wanted mm. to, I guess. That's why he answers it. Mm. Victim blaming is what that song is. <laughs> hey, this is James Hetfield from Metallica. I heard that the Metal Injection uh, livecast and I have a favorite song in common, so I figured I'd give you my own rendition because I just love to sing it to myself all the time. So. Uh, <clears throat> He goes, nothing. Do it, ta, do it, ta, do it, do it, do it now. Lick it good. Lick this pussy just like you should. Right now. <laughs> Lick it good. Suck this pussy just like you should. My neck, my back, my pussy, and my cracker. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Picked up at the end there. Yeah. I like it. Cracker. The joy in his voice really yeah. is what's Hey, this is James. Do it. Do it now. Lick it good. Lick this position like you should. Right now. Lick it good. Suck this position like you should. My neck, my back, my pussy, and my cracker. Yeah. <laughs> it was very beautiful. I wish he did the part where it was like, all you ladies pop your pussy like this. <laughs> See, your body don't stop. Don't quit. Yeah. Do it. Do it. Do it. Do it. Do it now. Do it. (laughs) I love it. We got one more. Yay. Hey, Metal Injection. It's Trey here from middle of nowhere, Kansas. Uh, I called in a while back and left a voicemail about Power Trip, asking about him, and I have another question for you guys. I'm guessing not all of you are fans of Exodus, but those of you who at least know some about him know that they've had at least three different singers. Mm-hmm. And I was wondering which singer y'all prefer, 
Paul Bailoff, Steven Souza, or Rob Dukes. Thanks. Not a huge Exodus fan. Zetro. No idea. Yeah, I like Zetro. I, we saw him on the cruise. It was nice. Yeah, I like... W- Rob Dukes think- is really good, too, but... But I just feel... I mean, I think maybe because when I first started listening to Exodus, that was, like, the voice that I associate with them. So... Zetro all the way. There you, all right. there you have it. And that's a band? Exodus? Exodus, yes. <laughs> Come on, Sam. Come on, man. I've never heard a single song. Huh? What's their hit? The Toxic Waltz. Really? Or you just make that up? No, it's, uh, that's a real song. I don't know if that's their Is that their hit? Yeah. I guess, I mean, like, I, I wouldn't know what their hit is. Wasn't that like the band that Kirk Hammond was in before Metallica? Yeah. That's my. Not Flotsam and Jetsam? That was Jason Jason. I don't know why I know that. Was he back with them after Metallica 2 or not? No. I thought, didn't he? He stayed with them for a little bit, but then he quit. He didn't go back. I think he played a few shows, a few like anniversary that's shows. Maybe that's what I'm thinking. Of. Yeah. It's a pretty unique voice. I don't like it. It's like very like 80s, late 80s, early 90s. Yeah, I mean the music is fine, but these vocals are. It's like cartoonish almost. Yes. There we go. It sounds like they'd be opening for Anvil on a tour in like 1986. <laughs> well, Anvil would open for them. Okay. Yeah. Let's be fair. Was Scott Ian in the studio when this was recorded? It sounds like Scott Ian would have been hanging out. Here comes the hook. To watch That's what Dr. Dre did to that female reporter back in the day. Oh, it was the toxic waltz. waltz. And he slammed her into a fucking wall. Wait, why? Because she said something critical that he didn't like. Is that the OMTV raps, Dr. I don't Dre? Think she said, uh, no. I don't think she did. I think she just interviewed... Oh, yeah. Well, Ice Cube. Uh, Ice Cube. Yeah, 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 that was it. And he, she gave him a platform. Yeah. And he said all the yeah. fucked up shit. Yeah. And then Dr. Just Dre got mad at her. He wasn't going to hit Ice Cube. Ice Cube beat the shit out of Dr. Dre. <laughs> it's true. Soft and doughy. Yeah. G. Barnes. Very good. I read she had a... Well, when the movie came out, she there was a big article mm-hmm. about her. It was very interesting. It was on Gawker. Rest in peace. No, they're back. Oh, no. not They're Gawker? not back. Gothamist no. is back. Yeah. Oh, wait, is that the website that Hulk Hogan sued? Mm-hmm. Gawker is the website. Are they putting him back in, like, the Wrestling Hall of Fame? They've put, I mean, is there's no I mean? real Hall of Fame, but, like, they took down his Hall of Fame profile from the website, and they put it back up. So That's is he not all... racist anymore? No, he's still racist. He's actually still racist. <laughs> he's very racist. But under this current administration, that's not a big deal anymore. So, so well, what ha- what's interesting is they invited Hulk Hogan backstage to a uh he came to like a wwe pay-per-view and the edict was sent to all the wrestlers that you have to fly into the show you have to come to the show everybody has to be at the show and so he comes out and he apologizes to them 
on how he behaved, he said that the it was ambient. The, the things he said, uh, no, that was Roseanne. He said no. the things he said were wrong, <laughs> and then he started. But the focus of the speech, it seems, I mean, I wasn't there from what I've read, was that he was warning of the dangers of social media and how you have to watch what you say, and uh, because you don't know who's taping and it could be lead to a problem. Does he know how social media works? And the Are thing people taping your tweets is that what well, he thinks is you just got to watch what you say in public. He's saying, but the, so the, 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 the weird, the criticism of it was he framed it as though just don't get caught. Yeah. Like don't get caught as opposed to what I said was fucking terrible, yeah. regardless of if I was being, you know, uh, recorded against yeah. my will. It doesn't. That seems so, to be the dominating narrative with a lot of these stories. Well, so here's the thing, though. Two of the black wrestlers, Kofi Kingston and Titus O'Neil, posted statements saying they don't forgive Hulk Hogan and that, like, they're fine with him being in the Hall of Fame. They're fine with, you know, WWE acknowledging his history. They shouldn't he shouldn't not be acknowledged. But he clearly has not shown that he is, you know, apologetic about being racist. Like, what if I let you fuck my daughter? That'd be all right. Then they probably did already. Oh, shit. Maybe they probably have higher standards than his yeah. fucking rat-faced daughter. You got Ric Flair's daughter or Vince McMahon's daughter. <laughs> Somebody's daughter. They're doing the toxic waltz, all <laughs> these daughters. <laughs> Slamming them against walls? Mm-hmm. Maybe. Jeez. They might be into it. Well, anyone Hulk Hogan yeah. fucks, it's a toxic waltz. Oh, we know that. <laughs> chicken parm. Oh, I feel like such a pig. <laughs> oh, I love that. I like that. Parmesan. I will say it kind of does ruin any time I, I, I do anything sexual shortly after eating a meal. I just hear Hulk Hogan in my head like, oh, I feel like such a pig, brother. Uh. It's like, Hulk Hogan, get out of my head. Well, and you, that's just, my heart. No. Yeah, that's just where your, where your mind goes. That's how you finish. Hulk Hogan, I will get you out of my head you pick while him. I ejaculate. My penis. You, you picture him in those alternate blue trunks, like 1986 <laughs> trunks, Rosemont Horizon. The, the white trunks with the blue knee pads. That's what I want. And you, you like with the instantly. with the Rip'em shirt from No Holds Barred. <laughs> oh, you know something, brother? A lot of people say the devil is red, dude. <laughs> but uh, I got news for you, Jack. Uh, he's not, brother. <laughs> He is very beautiful, dude. What you gonna do? What you gonna do when the very not red devil runs wild on you? (sighs) (laughs) Hulk Hogan! I heard you wanted Medicare for all! What conservative warrior! Thinks private insurance is the way to go. (laughs) Hulk Hogan. The warrior. The conservative warrior. Can see Russia from his house. So what do you think I can see right through your window, Hulk Hogan? I see you fucking bubble the love sponge wife, Hulk Hogan. Uh, Hulk Hogan! Conservative warrior has no problem with N-word. Why? 
Conservative warrior wonders, can black people say it in hip hop? But Hulk Hogan can't say it while fucking Bubba the Love Sponge wife. Conservative warrior has a very different take on this topic. A lot of people are saying Hulk Hogan is evil because he said the N-word. Conservative warrior thinks Hulk Hogan is not racist enough. He only said it in private over a loudspeaker in a jail. He should say it out in the street and be a real conservative warrior. Hulk Hogan, when will you stop being a beta cuck, Hulk Hogan, and become an alpha and go down to Charlottesville? For a rally, like a real conservative warrior. <laughs> oh man, I think conservative warrior is my favorite character we've ever <laughs> <Yeah>. created. <laughs> the conservative warrior has no problem with Roy Moore being in the Senate, so he tossed a few baby penises. Doesn't matter at all. He's a good conservative warrior. Conservative warrior wants to challenge Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez to a debate of her crazy non-conservative issues where conservative warrior will donate $10,000 to any charity from parts unknown. The conservative warrior is not for evil things like health care or free college tuition or ending wars. These things only an evil socialist would be for, not the conservative one. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to puke. <laughs> yes. It's really hard to do the voice. Yeah, it sounds like you're like scraping your vocal cords. No. They're, they're pointing out in the chat a correct thing, which is that this is not far from what he really yeah. believed. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Didn't he have some like Fox News appearances? Sure. He had some uh, like university appearances where people showed up because like, oh shit, the Elder Boy is going to talk, just, and he had like super oh right opinions, and they were like, I have a question. Was he in like the makeup in a suit? No, 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 no. Regular face. Regular face, but introduced as Warrior because that was his real name. He did change his name legally to Warrior. Good for him. Yeah. He's dead now. Does yeah. his uh, tombstone say "Here lies Warrior" or "Here lies Jim Helwig"? I don't know. Here lies Warrior. <laughs> yeah, why not? Why that? <laughs> he really embraced it the last like yeah. twenty years of his life. You know, when everyone stopped caring about him, he really <laughs> leaned in. When finally, like all the concussion effects seeped yeah. in. Wasn't he just promoting a new? Like when he died, he was promoting a comic book. A new warrior comic book, oh something God. like that, right? Well, didn't he? Do it? I remember we covered like he like did like a boot camp thing with like yes. oh, Alexandria yeah, yeah, yeah. or some yeah, shit. Yeah. Well, no, that was like the pilot of a whole series of those. There were like two or had. three of them, yeah. right? Like he he did a few of them, released that one as a pilot, mm. and it was supposed to be the beginning of a series where he did that every week. God damn! It said right before he died he was going to do one with Suicide Silence. Uh, Could have saved them. <laughs> 
Here's the... You! Who are you? The Ultimate Warrior! Oh, it's the wrestler Ultimate Warrior! And he's ultimately pissed! And guess who ultimately acts? Last night, he released a seven-minute rant on Hulk Hogan. Yes, it's the Ultimate Warrior versus Hulk Hogan! And it's not 1990! Why's he mad? Well, he's mad at Hulk for his recent comments about their deceased friend, macho man, Randy Savage. You throw Randy under the bus in the hateful, vile way that you That's how Cliff Burton died, not Randy Savage. And it gets rough. Seriously. Is this the singer from Exodus? What is doing now? Yeah. Terry, where you do... Do nothing but sit around do, do. and snort cocaine. Oh my what? god! That fucking Hulk- dipshit TMZ guy is like more wound up than yeah. Ultimate Warrior. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's just like, Hulk Hogan, you're a dick. Well, I, don't, I don't like you. The way you talked about Randy Savage. <laughs> Listen to this crazy Ultimate Warrior! What's <laughs> I mean, wrong with would- him? Is he on steroids or something? Yeah, like, fuck you, Hulk Hogan. You Linda suck. contributed to the fallout of their marriage. <laughs> that was a real relationship? This is insane! What else? You and Linda had an open marriage. I bet I'm the only guy that ever said no to doing your wife. Good for Whoa. you for turning down free sex with no consequences. And if you think warriors what? running that out of ammo... That doesn't even make sense. You're wrong! You know it's free. He's shaming the ultimate warrior for, like, not having sex with the woman he yeah. didn't want to have sex with? For not having adultery. You idiot! You could have got laid! And also... The- I never will! There's definitely consequences. She's got friggin' matted regot in her fucking pubes from Hulk having lunch on top oh, of her from before. Pig. I'm not just being fat. I mean, I'm sloppy. I drop regot in women's vaginas all the time, brother. You wouldn't, you wouldn't believe how much regot is in in my sexual history. Oh, brother, that was actually uh, Terry Belay, not Hulk Hogan, that dropped that regot. In that pussy, brother. <laughs> Terry Belay is uh, more of a regot fan. I was partial to, like, vodka slices. Brother. Brother. <laughs> Actually, some of that regot was uh, her yeast infection. You can't hard to tell where the yeast ends and the regot begins, brother. That's the base for a very nice margarita pie. <laughs> Added rigot. Added rigot. That should be the episode title. Uh, There's no way Rob's spelling that right. Could you uh, put up my really one last one last bit that Warrior accuses Hogan of? The do rag. I mean, he's still wearing the do rag, man. He totally is. I mean, a whole cartoon series could be made out of. I invented the do-rag! He uh, accused Hulk Hogan of having a homosexual relationship with Brutus Beefcake. That was yeah. the other thing, but I guess that's not. And? <laughs> Why is that bad, Ultimate Warrior? I don't know. Oh, my goodness. Okay, well. Where's the part about that? I want to hear the Beefcake story. Let's see. It wasn't in the TMZ thing, so let me see if I can find the original. The original video. <laughs> God made Adam and Eve, not Adam and Steve. <laughs> uh, 
looking up. <laughs> oh, and they pointed to it and said, you know, Warrior, 20 years from now, you're going to be the only adult in the room. I probably would have rejected the idea. That's really one part of the problem that Terry has. He never had room in his heart or mind to believe that people were fans of the other characters, other than Hulk Hogan. Hulk Hogan. So, <clears throat> I wanted to say something for all these people. Have, on the other hand, you have a long-running reputation for being a liar and a fraud and a phony. Phony. I do own a piece of your psyche. What? And if I do, then all the Ultimate Warrior fans do too. What? Terry, where you do do nothing but do, sit do. around and store cocaine. Now, your lifestyle may have changed in the recent years, but I mean, your behavior doesn't really reflect that. I noticed so many things in wrestling. I bet I'm the only guy that ever said no to doing your wife. <laughs> Dirty laundry, Terry, like that you were so paranoid and fearful of other guys getting over but you hated confrontation you always used to say i hold my enemies close brother pretty good impression <laughs> you were so fearful of confrontation that you assisted other guys in keeping them junkies just so you could have control over Big them claim. and the judge too you're really overweight people. I say, man, there's some serious character flaws going on there. Nothing positive that comes out of any of it. People. I mean, I with Kong a buddy? flap of extensions. I mean, I don't even know where to start. Bastion Booger. I don't know where to start. <laughs> I mean, a whole cartoon series could be made out of that. And see if it works for you. Probably doing charity work. She did a lot of charity. The you didn't care if your wife slept with other guys. All right, we'll look for it off yeah. the air. It's getting too weird. I guess by your standard, you'd think that Elizabeth ended up better off, right? I mean, Who's by... Who's talking to? I don't understand what's happening. To, I don't know. Well... We should have just ended it at the jokes. By the end, she was, you know, throwing back shots of whiskey and... Oh, don't talk about Elizabeth. Don't talk about Elizabeth. But anyway, we had a great show. <laughs> I have tears in my eyes from laughing <laughs> so hard. And uh, I want to thank you for being a part of it. We'll be back next week. Noah shan't be here. She's going to be in Israel for the next two weeks. So we're going to do this show without her. For, for two weeks. Yeah, but I'm, I'll, I'll try to call in. Call in. Okay. Montana. <laughs> no, That's Israel. started. Oh, <laughs> we'll have a fun trip now. <clears throat> All right. And you can follow us on social media at MI Livecast on Twitter, Facebook.com slash Metal Injection Livecast. Of course, MetalInjection.net slash Livecast for all your archives. Right. And you can hit the merch button, get a nice piece of merch. All the money goes back into the show. All episodes are streaming on Spotify. They're on iTunes, Google Play, anywhere fine podcasts are delivered. Mm -hmm. We'll see you next week, everybody, and have a lovely SummerSlam weekend.
And until then, goodbye. Okay, really. This is Aaron Sheik, and you listen to the Middle Extension, Middle Extension, whatever you want to call you, and have a good day.